Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo, everybody, we are. Back, we're also live. Uh, live again, yeah, live uh, for the people watching right now on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, when this comes out, it won't be live, so no, <laughs> yeah. there's that. Hold on, uh, might not be live on. on Facebook. Then. Are we not did live you hit on that Facebook? Button? I did. I'm going to hit that button again. All right, go ahead and hit that button. I'll do our intro. All right, everybody. Uh, We're trying to figure this out as best we can right now. Um, It is the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of Barley Hops and Friendship. We're good. It's the best best friends podcast in the world. (laughs) I am your host, Tom, a.k.a. King Crisp. Oh, I love I love that. Yeah, you like that one? That's a good one. That's yeah. that goes with uh that goes with mine. The uh I'm Dan, the Roars Ford Rattlesnake. <laughs> All right. Um and uh, we are joined live today. We're live from Odd Logic Brewing Company in Bristol, PA. Uh, sweltering 95 degrees right now. Yeah. Yeah. We picked a good day, you know. Gorgeous a, little day. Out yeah. Here. An excessive <laughs> heat warning going Absolutely. on. But, you know, well, it's whatever. Um, we'll, we'll work through it. Uh, we are joined today by uh, the owner of this fine establishment, Tim Shaw. Tim, thanks for coming on yeah, with us, Tim, man. Thanks Thank a lot, you man. guys, man. I appreciate it. So, uh, you know, we like to talk a little bit about uh, what we're doing here. And, uh, you know, Dan. Sweating? Yeah, yeah sweating, <laughs> glistening. That's um, what I'm doing right now, man. <laughs> um, this is kind of a, a last minute throw together. Uh, you know, we had some guest difficulties we'll say uh but you know it all worked out for the best yeah this is actually a lot better than probably what we were expecting to do this weekend in my mind i've i want to podcast at least for the podcast i want to bring it to more breweries so this is awesome uh special thanks to tim and uh, nate for throwing this together sure yeah last minute question i just kind of threw it out there on instagram and like nate was stoked he said you guys are excited so yeah man always this is awesome so cool um so what kind of threw a wrench in almost, you know, it, it kind of like, I, I felt like a, a pit in my stomach as soon as this came out, you know, uh, we're in Pennsylvania. Um, and there has been new orders from the governor out here yeah. as far as like what restaurants and breweries can do. And we were like, Oh shit. All right. Well, we ran into one wall kind of veered our way around that. And now we're possibly hitting another wall. Uh, I was really worried that we wouldn't be able to do this today, but it seems like everybody's kind of figuring their way around this whole thing. For sure. Can you tell us a little bit about like what's going on? Yeah. Um, you know, I think that above, at least any other industry that I've ever been a part of, this industry in particular has a very unique way 
to adapt to adversity. Oh, totally. Oh, for um, sure. It's been truly incredible to watch, even since like March. Yeah. Um, when everything got shut down in March, the very first thing that happened to me, at least, I don't know about everyone else's experiences, but I'm sure they're pretty similar. Um, we were brand new. Uh, we had opened on Black Friday last year. Okay. So come March, we were not even four months old yet at that point. Oh, wow. And uh, we were in here on a Sunday night, right before Patty's Day. And I had a customer come up to me. We knew there was like words, you know, mm. kind of going around that, you know, people were getting scared. That weekend was a little weird. It was a little dead, um, especially for like a Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, a customer came up when he was checking out and he was like, man, I'm, you know, so sorry to hear the news. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and what, what, what's that? What news? I, he's I like, just ah. happened to go on Facebook and yeah. I saw like something new coming out from Governor Wolf later on tonight. Yeah. And I texted Tom. I'm like, I haven't heard anything from Nate yet. So. Oh, that was the most back. recent one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. so, but back in March when I heard that, I'm like, what news? And he's like, the governor just shut everyone down. Like you have to close tomorrow. Oh, that's crazy. And I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he's like, yeah, you can only do takeout. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting because we don't do takeout at this point. Right. We were three months old and every beer that we had on tap, we needed. So I wasn't even doing growler fills at that point. Um, oh shit! Uh, we had no, we had no way to even do takeout. So I went home Sunday night and got heavily drunk <laughs> and uh, <laughs> licked my wounds. And and then I woke up that Monday like six a.m. Bing! Like I need a plan, man. I need to figure oh, something totally. out. By Thursday, when we reopened, I had a can seamer cans, labels, and we were doing takeout. That's awesome. Um, it's the only thing you can do is adjust and adapt yeah. to situations. I think, uh, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with our podcast. Cause when that all happened, when they were like, everything shut down, yeah. we were like, uh, well, is this the end of the podcast? Like, cause we're a craft beer podcast without craft beer. <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. We're we nothing. Do we've got, then yeah. you're just like, you know, kind of getting takeout and talking about it. Like not even yeah, that we uh, like, we didn't even tough. I didn't even know how people were going to adjust, how yeah. they're, you know, we how had much- to like hit the ground running, trying to figure out how we're going to get the beer a to talk yeah. about. And then two, how we're going to record like mobily. Right. I like woke up one morning and I had, I had like a package of audio equipment sitting on my front porch from Tom. He was just like, here's, here's a mic, here's some stuff, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were, you know, it, it's that's, like, kinda, it's, that's how we roll. I was, I was kind of weary about, you know, what was going to happen, how long, breweries were going to stay open doing just yeah. takeout and like it, it really is amazing how how quickly all these breweries adapted For to sure, all right we're going to do takeout here we have online ordering yeah we've got Very quick. we've got it set up where we're going to be within mandates it was like a week if that maybe I mean, yeah in a matter and, of a few days we had we, our website wasn't even launched at this point. Like we had nothing. And then, yeah, we had an online store by Thursday right. where we were selling takeout. It was, yeah. it was absolutely nuts. And then come like, while, as it's creeping up to like Memorial Day weekend, we started to hear like the rumors of they're going to allow this yellow phase. It's mm-hmm. going to be outdoor seating. I had gotten approved for this whole outdoor space three days before we got shut down <laughs> by the liquor control board. Oh man. So this was always the plan mm-hmm. um, at a larger capacity though, because now the tables have to be all six feet apart. Right. Um, so I, the original plan was twice as many tables, but um, I hadn't purchased anything yet because when we originally got shut down, 
instead of building this outdoor space, I focused funding into keeping my staff employed and keeping the bills paid. Um, So we kind of pumped the brakes on this at that point. And um, leading up to that rumor of Memorial Weekend, like Mm -hmm. this is this is going to be something we can do now that within a day I dropped 10 grand on furniture and adjusted everything. And if we were fortunate in the sense that if you, if you check out the inside of our place, we have a loft that wraps around the perimeter of the yeah. building Okay, and upstairs was always table service. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were accustomed to waiting on tables already, right. which yes. a lot of people aren't because typically you just have bartenders, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. In, you don't in have a tap like room, you don't have server yeah. like, unless you have food. But so we, we adjusted to that very quickly and then the other night they're talking about if you don't if you don't sell a food item you have to shut back down to takeout and I'm like I just spent all this money adjusting to this outdoor space and now yeah, I'm let's shut talk down. about that yeah I'm yeah. not I'm not super sure like what the reasoning behind that is so, is because like if you're I get like you can't have people meandering around and you know so here's the thing my initial response was anger you know um, but then at, after I thought about it for a, a minute. Um, the reasoning behind it is that if someone is eating a full meal, they're going to drink less. Right. They're not going to get as intoxicated. And when people get intoxicated, they tend to kind of let the rules, the rules fly yeah. and, and they're, you know, they're getting up and talking to other people at tables, which you're not supposed to do right. walking around with their drinks, what they're not supposed to do. They're not putting a mask on again. You know, they're, so I understand that side of it. But what the government failed to do in this situation, at least in Pennsylvania, is not pay specific attention to t- breweries with tap rooms and food trucks. Right. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. So even we with, always yeah, have, have food. a food truck. So if, if, if the rule has to be that you have to buy something from the food truck, cool. But their rule is specific that you have to buy a food, a meal from the brewery. It has to be on the transaction has to be on my side. That, mm. So yeah, the food truck ridiculous. sale does not count for me. Which is absolutely nuts, in my opinion. Yeah, especially so I, because a majority, I would say a majority of breweries are contingent on food trucks absolutely. as far as their food goes. Absolutely. Uh, so why that? Sh- I mean, I guess it's just because they you can't show a record of, uh, of but, food being sold. It's also a Possibly, different. Also, you know what I mean. Also a different license too to have food trucks. So like that's why you guys well, so have not, the food trucks. Not to have the food truck, but if we were to serve food, it's so like if place. I had to adjust to a situation where I was going to put in like a kitchen, even mm-hmm. even something as simple as a hot dog roller, right? <laughs> I still have to have the Department of Health come out and inspect that piece of equipment and certify us. And well, I'm fortunate that my manager actually already has her food, uh, her uh, serve safe. Mm-hmm certification because she came from a local craft beer restaurant. So we're good there, but we still don't have a food license from the Department of Health. We never have had food, commercial food equipment in here. So I had to quickly think. Again, it goes back to the adaptability of the craft beer industry. 100%. Like what sort of, so they classify a meal as something that you can have for either breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Okay. It can't be a snack. It can't be chips, pretzels, popcorn, none of that. So I'm like, all right, uh, what kind of meal is out there that I don't have to cook? 
And that's when it hit me like, man, I remember going into like Wawa and seeing that island in the middle with like yeah. the, yeah. the prepackaged salads right. and yeah. wraps and stuff. And I'm like, dude, let me hit up Giant and see what I can do real quick. And um, <laughs> dude, I, I came across this one aisle that was just full of prre-packaged salads. I wiped out the whole entire section. I cannot I wait to have my a Santa Fe chicken salad. After <laughs> dude, they're actually pretty solid, man. I mean, yeah, it, it's... It, We've seen you doing that. Um, yeah. Our buddies up at uh, Bond Place in Bethlehem are doing uh, PB and J. PB and J bar. You get yeah. you get PB and J and, and chips. And that's, I got to get up there, man. I got to get up to Bond Place. I saw uh, Sam. Nothing but great things about those guys. Sam's. Man. We we talked about it with Ethan from Stickman. Yeah. Sam is the, another place I have to get up to. Actually. Yeah. Sam is the uh, the Andy Kaufman of the craft beer world. He's an <laughs> yeah, he, absolute madman. Well, I love that. He's got like nine different personalities. You never know who you're talking to when you uh, text him. Like, like you don't know what the reaction is going to be. <laughs> I absolutely love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're doing That's great amazing. beers. And speaking yeah. of beers, uh, uh, we got our first one. Yeah, man. your your great yeah. staff has brought us out some uh, for sure. Some of your beer. This right here is Remember the Titans. Uh, this is our cream ale. Originally, when we first brewed this, my initial thought behind it was I wanted to turn this into like a tailgate crusher beer. Um, Ooh, you're speaking so my language. Yeah, yeah. I want to put it in um, 12 ounce cans and do those old school like cardboard 12 packs. Like I like it. Yeah. You oh, that's I mean? awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, remember, the Titans is obviously just an ode to uh, a classic, amazing football film. Yeah. So let's, let's you know? get into that. So, yeah. Sancha. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Enjoy. Ah, yes. That is perfect for a 95 degree day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am. So it, oh, is that Zepp? That's Zeppy. This is a. Um, I can't tell with the with so much clothes on. He's not, he's not wearing his leotard. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen. Mask, yeah, know? I've never seen Zepp with this much clothes on. I thought I requested a leotard. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done it, but like. What's up, brother? It's a family establishment. That's right. That's right. <laughs> pull up a chair, brother. People, people got to keep their girlfriends. <laughs> you can pull one from the back if you want. Yeah, pull one of those because they're not hot. I tried to pull one yeah. of those ones in the middle. It uh, yeah, good luck with was, that. Wasn't good. That's why. So like, on a on a hot day like this, this yard won't fill up until later in the afternoon because people have gotten hip to the fact that like that concrete out there where we have this six. Well, we had six. We only put four out today uh, because of the shade. But those those seats get very hot. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> That's why I put this very chair hot. right here. I was yeah. looking to where the sun was going. Absolutely. I was like, okay, so the sun's setting that way. Yeah, I'm going to put it right here. Smart man. So, man, this is a crushable beer. Thanks. Absolutely crushable. It's yeah. not, you know, it's got a you know a certain amount of like cream on the finish. Yeah. But I mean, it's just a, a just Floral a nice on the finish too. Nice, nice. light crushable beer thank you yeah it's good i mean the only other the only we've only ever had one other cream ale on the podcast correct yeah we had experimentals yeah yeah uh, we had his uh, heard great things about him as well yeah he's doing cool stuff he yeah. did a a cream ale with uh tahini and vanilla Beautiful. so it was a little bit heavier than what you're doing you know a little bit more on the nutty side right um yeah, this, this is a is pretty a, simple. Uh, this, this is, is like no frills cream ale, right? Yeah. right? yeah, exactly how I wanted it, man. Um, it's got a. It's, it it got hopped up with Cascade a bunch, so it has that nice little. Uh, a little bit of a little bit of a bite to a it. A little bit of a bite on the on the finish there, um, yeah. but the rest of it is just kind of clean and crisp. 
Yeah. With the Cascade, you get that bite and a little bit of floral, too. Mm-hmm. It's got the little floral notes at the end. And right. Too. It's nice. Thank you. I, I can definitely see myself drinking this. <laughs> Throw, throwing a 12-ounce can of my Yeti and <laughs> right? tossing some bean bags. Exactly, man. Maybe That's just, the purpose. Maybe just jamming a key into the bottom of the can. Yeah. <laughs> Shotgun a few of them. <laughs> yeah, it's not a... I mean, it's, it's not super heavy. Like I said, it's really nice pillowy. Um, yeah, it hits all the notes that I would expect from a cream ale. Awesome. Yeah, Great. very good. Very solid. You want to talk about our beer reviews, Tom? What do you mean? You want to you plug our beer reviews? Yeah, we can do. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I've been waiting for you to use that soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, as you know, uh, on or if you don't know, if you're just tuning in now, uh, we rate uh, our beers uh, on Untapped, which is, uh, from what we've gathered, the bane of the uh, the Crap brewers' uh, lives. Um, <laughs> sort of. I like to think we're not, like, uh, we're not, we're in the minority. We're using the, it for good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there, there's, there's a part of that that I can totally agree with, but then a part of it that I can't, because... From from a standpoint of um, ignorance, and I don't mean that in in like in the sense of of someone being uh, aggressively ignorant. I mean it in the sense of uh, people just don't know the process that goes behind it for sure, or it, well, worse than that, worse than that. So I've had the majority of our beers are rated pretty well which I'm super happy about because I do keep up with it. I do pop on it once in a while and I do check things out just to see where we're at, man. Yeah. Um, you know, see how people are enjoying it and see what the feedback is. But then there's the few in between there that are like, this is a 1.5, just not a fan of Saison's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all of. Huh? Why rate it if you're yeah. not? A fan? Yeah. Why why'd you even order it? Yeah. We've uh, we've uh, we've recently started following a, uh, an Instagram page called Untapped WTF. Well, there you go, and yeah, it, that, that is uh, it is everything full of that shit. I'm eg- sure exactly what you just yeah. said. It's all just I ordered this. Uh, I, I ordered this sour. I thought it was an IPA. Yeah. One like it, it, I like the ones yeah, where thanks. it's like tastes great. Really enjoyed it. 2.5. So I have this guy, and I'm not going to drop any names, but there's a guy who comes here often, and he's a great dude. And uh, he supports the hell out of us, like really buys a ton of takeout every single week. That's awesome. Brings his family here, drops a good amount of money. Can't wait for this butt right now. <laughs> but <laughs> he will uh, 100%, like our highest rated beer, all of our beers actually, he'll rate them at like a 3, 3.5. And his comment is, this is incredible. And I'm just like, somebody needs to explain the system to him. So <laughs> I doesn't check out. I used to be that way. That was like, yeah, three. This, was, this was Tom. Like, all like the I time. was, I fucking, was like, fucking the th- Bud Light's like a three, man. Like, come on. I was like three. Uh, what, what you said, uh, what, what did you say there? Uh, oh man, I lost it. Oh, it didn't show up. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on technical difficulties please stand by <laughs> i don't think i saved it on here anyway um so uh i used to be in that in that boat of you know three was like the bar all right so three is where i'm starting at and it's like uh all right if it's really good i'll bump it up you know three five three seven five four you know five five is the the top echelon i don't it, think anything should be a five 
Mm. And I, I get fives. I've hit a couple of unicorns before. I, I, I get fives from people, but I think it's more of a um, support type a of sunny thing, over there. You know I mean, um, <laughs> I haven't had many fives. I think a four seven five is a, a pretty incredible beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. A four I mean, five even. A four five is like <clears throat> that blew my mind. So like that's a super incredible beer to me. Uh, a, a, an average beer to me would probably be a three five to three seven five, and that's a that's beer average. that I'm just like, yeah, eh, yeah. that one's okay. But if a you're really solid craft beer from anybody a is a four to me at all times. Yeah, um, um, but if you're commenting, this is incredible, and giving that three seven five, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, Come on, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's super hilarious to me. Um, Give Which, this, we're gonna get this mic over. Absolutely. Yeah, we gotta hand yeah, it over to Zep. We need to get Zep's uh, Zep's opinions in here. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, uh, welcome back. A, a a a gentleman who has been mentioned on probably every episode we've done uh, since his episode. Uh, another returning guest for us. A it's legend, a yeah, scholar, Zeppi, gentleman, <laughs> gentleman, and a scholar. It's uh, Zeppi Pizzoli. What's up, guys? Crafty Tats in the house. <laughs> yeah. You have your own label now. Brands. Yeah, You're branding now. I yeah. saw I saw the flip. Oh my god. The hot flip. You know, so this was really interesting. Once once I changed my uh my photo on Instagram, this immediately, probably within five minutes. How much you charge to do a shout out for our product? <laughs> like, you gotta love that. Like, you gotta love well, that. I'm like, well, I can make money doing this. Now? Oh, you should see some of the messages I get on a daily basis. It's pretty hilarious, man. Zeppi starting a craft beer OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you want that exclusive content, you're gonna have to pay monthly for it. Just yeah. pouring beer on my body. It's just it's just hard. it's just craft beer and ass tattoos, dude. <laughs> that's how we roll. I mean, that's that's basically Zepp's life. Um, so, so going back to you know like fives on uh, on Untapped, yeah. it's like for me I have on my Untapped I have uh, you know few and far between uh, fives for sure. I've mentioned it a couple of times on on this show. But for me, Old Rasputin is a five. It's like that's okay. the quintessential imperial stout. I love Old Rasputin. Um, um, I, that was one of my favorite stouts early on um i've loved that beer for a good 10 years so for least. that i'm like if, if so that's that's what i'm that's my bar and if sure. i'm setting a bar why should that not be a five now i have a couple on there and i've always had the mindset of i i rate by style i don't rate sure. by just taste that, and that's how it should be that's yeah. how everybody should rate. so i have like a pumpkin beer that's a five because it's sure. the best pumpkin beer I i'm cool ever. with that the only thing that I, the only thing i have a problem with fives is Old Rasputin is a great beer, but have you ever had a stout that's better than it? No. Never? Nope. Wow. All right. That's, so yeah, that's why. That's, fa that's fair for you to rate it that way. So that, that's fair for you yeah. to rate it that way. The reason I don't give, or I, if I were, I don't even, I haven't rated a beer on Untapped in probably three years. But the reason why I wouldn't give a five out is because of that. Like, what if I find one better? That's a five. It goes along with a five, a five, a five begats a you know five. What I'm saying? You know, it's, well, it's, it's, when, it's, it's like giving out a perfect 10. Like you can't, what if you find someone better than that? When you it beat your five, then you dive into Tom's old rating system. <laughs> <laughs> where, where it goes to a thousand. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's out it, of a thousand. Yeah. It's out of a thousand. <laughs> See it. I mean, it, it it's makes just, it, put it, six in the comments. It has uh, its place works. in this world. All right. Fair. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I've had like, like, uh, so like pumpkin, by Dogfish Head. Sure. Haven't had a better pumpkin beer. Okay. It's a five. 
pumpkin. Fair enough. I mean, it, it's it, it's because it's not as pumpkiny as all of the ones that they just dump a ton. Yeah, of Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, it's just not allspice. None of them. Nutmeg are pumpkin, and cinnamon. Right? None of them are pumpkin. I love that shit. Pumpkin beers. None of them are pumpkin. You ever taste pumpkin? It doesn't taste no, like that. No, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's allspice and nutmeg. Yep. You know yeah, I mean? allspice, nutmeg, and there's ground a ton cinnamon. Of yeah. It tastes uh, like fall. It yeah, doesn't taste like that's pumpkin. What it, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it tastes like Uggs and leggings. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did a thick man do a beer like that? Yeah, the uh, yoga pants. Yoga I was, pants. I was yeah. thinking the about sweet that. potato porter. Yeah, the imperial sweet potato a, porter. A few yoga years pants. ago. Yeah, so I haven't I haven't met Ethan yet, but I met, what's the other guy? Jim? Yeah. His yeah. partner? Yeah. Um, and Sam, who was brewing there. I don't know if St- Sam's still with them. No, but no Brandon met, is there. I met Sam and Jim like brewer, right? four years ago at the um, King of Prussia Festival, Valley Forge. A Valley, Valley Forge, Forge. Beer, yeah. beer fest, yeah. Uh, they were right across from us, and we were both like pretty new at that point. <laughs> uh, we weren't even a brewery yet. They had just recently opened, I believe. And um, I just immediately hit it off with them, like personality-wise. And I had always been planning this like fall beer where I was going to do something kind of kitschy and jokey about like the yoga pants and Uggs and shit. Every single girl looking like Han and Solo. Then, and then I, <laughs> I saw those come out and I was like, fair enough, dude. I was Damn, those guys, right? Daniel. <laughs> That's where yeah. you drop. I'm going to yeah, use yeah. it plenty. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, actually at that festival, we had a uh, our coffee stout on... Uh, uh, it was maple bacon coffee, and it was done with uh, barrel-aged maple syrup from Dad's Hat, which is a distillery in the neighborhood here. Oh, nice. And uh, it's kill- it's got killer reviews on this beer. A woman came up, and she was like, what do you guys got? I'm like, we got two IPAs, a Saison, and this maple bacon coffee stout. And she was like, uh, I don't really like Saisons or IPAs, and not really into stouts either. And I was like, all right, no problem, you know, have a good day. Yeah. And she was like, no, I'll try the stout. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. She takes a sip of it and she's like, oh God, that's disgusting and throws it in the trash can. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Have a good day. <laughs> thanks. The this next is my morning, livelihood. The next next morning, morning, I'm, like, I'm going to check my ratings from the <laughs> festival. She gave me a one star and her comment was, I hate stats. Oh God. <laughs> Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? <laughs> I feel like, like Untappd should just go through and like weed those people out. If you out. make the mistake of trying a beer you hate, don't put it on Untappd. Right. But the, the funny <laughs> thing about it is though, nowadays, like I think that everybody who uses the app knows about these people yeah so like the the bad side is is that they don't understand that that takes down your overall right it sucks it happens you get a couple of those and it and it hurts your overall rating which is terrible for your business Mm -hmm. but at the same time like a smart craft beer drinker right is looking at other people's comments and they're understanding that it's so these people are ridiculous like untapped karens yeah yeah yeah, yeah, so a great a great uh a great uh, example of that is I was looking at uh, getting a beer from Locust Lane in Malvern, and uh, it they did a, a, a milk I guess a milkshake style lactose and uh, lemon, and I was looking at the reviews just to see how people felt about it, and uh, one guy was like, uh, it, "It tastes too much like an IPA." Uh, one, and I was like. All right. Well, what do you want it? You want it to taste like just like a lemon, like uh, you want it to be like overly lemon. Um, But yeah, every everybody, you know, so the dawn, the dawn of social media um, was a wonderful thing for society in general, but also comes with a ton of negative bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That negative bullshit is that everybody feels like their opinion matters. 
and now they have a voice. Just like Facebook. It's yeah. like yeah, Facebook exactly. Karen. It's a hundred percent like Facebook. Yeah. Like So let's get out these plugs, we'll rate the beer, yeah. and then we'll we can get more into our, our <laughs> hatred of untapped because I can talk all day about it. Yeah, we'll get into the all next right. one here in a second. So we'll we're on untapped we as we as we talk about how much we hate untapped. Uh <laughs> yeah, we're on untapped at best best friends pod. That's at best best friends P O D. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them. Get used yeah, to POD. Get used oh to a ton of POD drops on um, this. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're... It's a good thing we're not playing them out loud for the rest of your <laughs> crowd to hear. I mean, we can get a... We can get it. We, we, we need to get a... Uh, a speaker up. Yeah, we, we need, need to get to. a speaker. We'll hook a speaker <laughs> yeah. up for the POD. Yeah, um, we, only the drops, though. They can't hear us. They can just hear the drops. Exactly. <laughs> fantastic. Um, so, I can make that work. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, you can follow us on Untapped uh, to see what we're drinking currently, what we're it, what we drank in the past, when we rated those. I think we're fair judges. I, I think we rate fairly. Oh, yeah. Um, we've had very few sub three, sub three and a half, I would yeah. even say. Well, actually, we rated one above three and then actually had to recant our rating on a, another episode because yeah. of the hangover we had after. That's, that, that's got to be a pretty shitty beer, right? <laughs> it was a bad beer. That's got to be a pretty good uh, um, you're What are your, what are your feelings on cardamom? <sighs> <laughs> so this did was that, did that expression just yeah. kind of this was you like black licorice yeah. <laughs> we uh we we got it because it was it was billed as a chocolate blueberry stout all right um it was very heavy on the cardamom ended up tasting like robitussin i've uh, never i mean i shouldn't say never but i've i've rarely had a uh a chocolate blueberry stout that turned out well yeah. Uh, as well as like a PB and J stout, I think they're the worst fucking ideas in the world. <laughs> well, um, blueberries hard to work with. They just taste like raspberries. Like it's just. Yeah. Well, I get it. Well, blueberries hard to work with because For sure. before they're ripe, they're very tart, and when they're ripe, they're bland. So yeah. it's like you have this a small window, small window of where you're actually going to get a true blueberry right. taste. You're For just sure. going to get either all chocolate or whatever additive you're adding with the chocolate to try and accent the blueberry. For sure, like fucking cardamom. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! It was it was my only drain pour of the of the podcast, yeah. and uh, it was it was our episode with Zeppi. Uh, Zeppi was on. I blacked out during the episode. Yeah, I, he threw. It was the first time you gushed about my band. Yeah, in the in the in the twenty years we've been friends. Zeppi, we're we're talking about cardamom beer. Yeah, how do you like cardamom beer? See, same expression. Hold it. That's all you got to say. Hold it. It, it. It's the same expression it I have. Was, Interesting. It was an interesting morning. There you go. <laughs> it was an interesting evening for Tom. Yeah, I had well, uh, an interesting morning as well. I had a I had a beer last night that uh, I won't name, um, just because I don't I don't want to, you know what I mean? Mm. Not out to hurt anybody's feelings, but it was one of the worst beers I've ever had in my life. Okay, and uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it off air. It, it was yeah, <laughs> and it was uh, it tasted like a mix between um, a pine tree and uh, a rotten peach. Oh. Okay, so they use peach puree and so probably was, like a... It was pretty awesome. What was it? The, the hop... Um, it it's fun. like the hop syrup. I don't know. Uh, what, I, I forget what it's terrible. called. Uh, it's like the thing you get in like uh, the Mr. Beer. Oh, uh, the Mr. Beer? The hop... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like an extract? Yeah. yeah. Hop yeah. extract. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was really gross, man. Anyway, before we forget about what this cream ale tastes like, Dan, what do you want to rate it? Oh, I'm a... Be a four two five on this one. Wow. I liked it a lot. Thanks, I'm dude. I'm good with that. Four two five. I like yeah. it. 
I'm a four on it, and it's mine. <laughs> That's fair. Four two five. Because I was going mean, to say, what do, what do a we? A lot rate? of the cream ales we have have been experimental or had some sort of additive to them. Yeah. Cool. They've all been something that's had like like the tahini and vanilla from right. experperimental mm-hmm. we had the oreo bake shop from oh that is Stickman. a cream yeah we didn't rate that we didn't, awesome. we didn't awesome rate beer, it on the podcast but it was a great it, yeah, you know, it was good beer but as like a standalone cream ale this is i'm gonna measure this at a four two five Thanks, for me. this yeah. is delicious Thank I, you. I think the only like standalone cream ale i've ever had was genesee and that's that shit's <laughs> gross i don't talk about genesee <laughs> because uh, so God. a lot of a lot of the older dudes who come in here and and they're like uh you know let me try that cream ale out. And then we give it to them. They're like, man, this takes me back to my childhood when I was crushing Genesee. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's not really a compliment, sir. <laughs> Thank you for the backhanded compliment, sir. But, I mean, if, it, if it's nostalgic for you, that's cool. Man. Yeah. That's exactly Drink up. <laughs> um, it's actually, it's actually a Genesee clone. Is it truly? I was like, did you guys really get like the Genesee yeah. like recipe yeah. on some like parchment paper from upstate New York? Oh shit. All right. So uh there you go. Four two five from us. Yes, sir. Uh on untapped. Uh yeah, this is all this is all weird. Dan's usually taking notes. So um, let's um <laughs> let's talk about this next one. Yeah, before, yeah, before, before it gets you take uh, a sip. Yeah, what do we, what do we have in front of us? Before before you take a yeah, sip I'm of just, it. I'm this is um this is called Let Me Go and it is a uh, kind of in a category of its own, man. We kind of created a new style. Um this beer is what I would call a honey rye biscuit ale. Okay. Um it is a mash of um Honey malts, biscuit malts, and rye, um, lightly hopped, uh, just full of some really cool bready flavors and a ton of rye. So cheers. Ah, cheers. Cheers. Sancha. It's happy good to have you back on the cast. I'm happy to be here. This is excellent. I really enjoy this, and I'm not yeah, really I can't a wait. rye guy. So I'm not a rye guy at all. Zeppi, um, pick up your mic. Yeah, come on. I don't be have professional. to uh, stand, all right? I don't have to bullshit anybody. So this is not for me. Uh, I'm, we make beer for all types of people and I love to make a multitude of styles so that everybody can have something they enjoy. I'm not a fan of rye in general. So I can, I can enjoy this and appreciate it, but this is not a beer that I would rate at all. And it's mine. It's a little strange. Uh, Heavy on the rye. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Heavy on the rye. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting that like, um, that almost smokiness that comes with a rye, like that really yeah. earthy taste to it. Earthy taste to the rye bread. Um, yeah. You get a little nice, subtle sweetness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm trying to pick out the honey in it. And the I'm sweetness that, like, is from the honey and then the breadiness is from the mm-hmm. biscuit malt. I mean, it's but like, this again, is for me, like rye, like I'm, I love whiskey. I hate rye whiskey. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm the same just, way when it, it comes it to just whiskey. Is, it just is what it is for me. Rye whiskey is, I, I it's disgusting for me. Every yeah. time somebody says like, I got this really nice rye from like some like distillery, like a, cool. like a small distillery. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. cool. That's my response. I'll take a Jack Daniel shot yeah. over that any <laughs> anything, day. <laughs> anything. I mean, I'm, I'm digging the, uh, Thank you. like this is almost like a meal. Like for sure. It's a nice sipping beer for sure. It's not something. It's not. I wouldn't say this is crushable. No. Listen, oh no, no, definitely not. This is the, this so is, I thought that this was going to be a disaster, and it's become fairly popular over the last two three weeks that we've had it out. It like a goes. novelty beer. It yeah. goes every day. We're open. It goes. 
and then takeout, like crazy four packs when people are leaving. I'm like, people right, see that name. It's getting yeah. crushed. This, so this, been, f- I think it's been two or three weeks, and I've got like maybe four sixths left of it. This plays to someone like, like me, I, where I, I like, I like to try different things. For sure, I, I don't like to, uh, I don't like to get pigeonholed into, you know, just crushing IPAs all day. double IPAs, yeah. Imperials all day. You I shut your that, goddamn mouth, Tom. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think that happens. <laughs> I think that happens a lot from like. Just being overwhelmed by the amount of them. He just so there's IP. Yeah. Everybody does hazy it's the mo- IPAs. It, it's right? the most popular beer. I mean, for it, sure, it, and I love it. But at the same time, like right now, I want to crush nothing more than pilsners. Right now, man, I that's love what we've been doing an incredible pilsner. Right now, man, pilsners and it would be have perfect been on our list for. Everything. The sad thing is, is that we don't have the capabilities to do them yet. So, and I'll show you guys yeah. around later. It's coming. But we, I don't have temperature-controlled tanks. I don't have a okay. glycol system. We're kind of controlling our fermentation by room temperature, which is difficult. Um, but we keep our, our, our fermentation room at about 70 degrees. So the yeast strains that we use are perfect between 68 and 72. So, doing so we're more right like in that middle ground. Like yeah, that? Yeah, like loggers and pilsners. I can't what, do loggers and pilsners yet. Right. Yeah. But, but that, that what's cool coming. about that is that's how beer was... For That's sure. how beer started is just look, by room temperature. So just a backstory on us real quick. Um, I've been at this for four years. Actually, I got an, uh, a, memory, a memory on my uh, on my phone this morning when I woke up. I had a notification and it was uh, the logo. I created it today. Four years ago. Oh, that's which awesome! Is pretty fucking cool, well, man. I creeped your Instagram, and you guys yeah. got the uh, 2016. You got the little notice on your window and everything. So that was a different property was that, a different that I property? still have. Okay. So that's it's long story short. In 2016, I created this company and branded it um, with my buddy John, who's my head brewer. Um, me and John started home brewing together and sharing with friends and family and stuff, and people were just truly enjoying it. Not not the the type where it's like your friends are just blowing smoke up your ass like mm-hmm. people started putting us into festivals that's how, like I said in in December of 2016 I met Sam and Jim from Stickman at a festival yeah we were home brewers so it wasn't we weren't even close to open yet but our line was ridiculous at every festival we did so it made me feel like okay I need to take this seriously my background is in business development and marketing I run still to this day, business development and marketing for a company that designs and builds retail stores and restaurants. Okay. We design and build Dick's Sporting Goods, Pier One, Outback, Bonefish, Target, Red Robin, KFC, CVS, you name it, nationwide. After Outback, all I can think about is blooming onions. <laughs> there so you go. go on. There you go. And a nice fucking piece of steak. <laughs> I'm, but, just uh, <laughs> thinking, I'm just thinking about uh, Bang Bang Shrimp from uh, Bonefish. Bonefish. Yeah, that's bomb too. <laughs> but so long story short, we meet this guy uh, through a family friend and he's like, I'm going to back this whole project. You guys are incredible. Um, my family owns this medical company. We got tons of money. Me, my uncle, my grandfather, we're going to all go in. We're going to back everything you need. We want 30%, blah, 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 blah. Like this is a, the dream. Yeah. He's like, just find a location. So I found an 11,000 square foot property on the Delaware river. Oh, man. A, literally a half a mile from here. I signed a lease on it personally. And I'm like, I got a three month cushion. We don't have to pay rent yet. In a couple months, we need to put a deposit down on our system. 
which was a 10 barrel system at the time that we were looking at. So we needed to put like 80 grand down on that. I needed to start paying rent in a couple months. So I'm like, I don't need capital for another month or two. So I'll keep you posted. The guy's like, no problem, man. Let me know any, t- whatever you need. Just let me know. All right, cool. Got the paperwork done. We all signed off. My biggest mistake was that I signed the lease on my own, which I would never do again. Everything this was dude, on you. This dude disappeared oh. and oh, turned shit. out, I went, I, I'm, Look, I grew up around here And I don't know how much you know about this area But It could be tough at times Yeah, for sure, yes It could be be tough at times And uh, I was never the type of person To let somebody do something like that to me So I went looking for him Mm -hmm. And I found the company that he told me about And I walked in and asked if I could speak to the owner I went into this older gentleman's office And I was being respectful Because he was an older guy and I'm halfway through my story, my rant actually, because I was pretty heated. Um, and he was like, hold on, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, I've never heard of you or your company. And I'm like, well, is so-and-so your grandson? And he was like, yes, he is, but he doesn't have anything to do with this business. And I'm sorry that this is happening to you. And I'm like, so you're telling me that he's a fraud? And he was like, yes, and I'm sorry that you got involved with him. And I'm like, wow, okay. So immediately that's a punch in the gut. Now I'm locked into a $5,000 a month lease on an 11,000 square foot property with no business, personally. So over over a two-year period, I tried to find other investors. It was difficult because the business didn't exist. There was no proof that it it was going to be successful. So nobody wanted to dump a half a million dollars into a property that they didn't really know anything about. So I dumped my life savings, my 401k, everything, wiped clean, just to try to keep it alive. And then finally, I got to a point where I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm running out of money and there's no end in sight. Mm -hmm. So I, I went to my parents and fortunately, they're incredible people, number one. Number two, they're both retired. So long story short, my dad was like, look, like I've always wanted to be a part of this. I just didn't want to step on your toes. So what do you need? And I told him and he was like, let's get it. So my dad came in with me on it in a sense that until he gets what he what what he put in back, then it becomes all mine again, which venture, is amazing. Like a venture capitalist, which is yeah. which there. is amazing because he's not even looking to profit, man. He Shark Tank deal. He Shark Tank deal. <laughs> he's not even looking for a profit. <laughs> so it's it's wild. It's a wild situation. So he gave you zero percent, like zero capital on until he gets his investment back. Correct. Hmm. Correct. Zero percent. Um, so no, no, not, well, actually, no, he, he's, he gets a percentage of profits until he gets his capital back and then I'm straight. He's out, which is amazing. But, uh, then the building became a problem. The building itself is completely gutted. There's not even a floor in it. It's a great location, but it needs about a million two in construction. Plus then it needs to be fitted out. Right. Equipment and kitchen. Cause that, that property was intended to be a full brew pub. Okay. 160 seats, which is massive. Kitchen, everything. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah, right on the river. They just put in a $3 million dock across the street. Tube down to this bad boy. Amazing. Like, (laughs) literally amazing. 
So is this where we're tubing later? I saw <laughs> I saw how long of a road it was going to be, and I'm like, we got to find something that uh, we can open up now, so that we can make some money, and that's how I came across this property, and uh, we put. I would say maybe a hundred grand into this building and um, bought a, a used system. That's a three and a half barrel system. Um, so we yield about three barrels off of it. And uh, it is what it is at this point. And that's why, why I said we don't have the capabilities. Um, we don't have the space even for like lagering tanks or anything mm, like yeah. that right now. Uh, so we're kind of like confined <clears throat> at the moment, but now with everything going on, I'm in a situation where I'm like, do I continue on with that brew pub? Like, what's a restaurant right now? How do I put $2 million into a property that I don't even know how to bring to life anymore? What is life at <laughs> right. this point? Yeah. Like, this is I the mean, weirdest. It, yeah, I was about of to all say, the like. shit I've been through, like, how, did, how would I expect that when I finally get open three months later, I'm going to get shut down by a fucking pandemic? <laughs> Like that's I, yeah. That's, I don't think anybody expected because uh, <laughs> it was the same thing happened. To, it doesn't even seem real, dude. I'll say this: nothing says craft beer like a giant commercial garage door. Right. Every craft brewery <laughs> I go to has like a giant commercial garage door. That I mean, opens up. <laughs> well, it, Dan and I were just talking about this on the way up. Aslan, yeah, uh, yeah. Aslan started amazing. Too. Aslan started in a garage. Yeah, yeah. So um, well, when I went to house, them, man. So, look at treehouse. They yeah. started in a fucking barn, basically mm-hmm. in their yeah. backyard. Literally a barn. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when the first first time I went to Aslan was probably a, a couple of years ago, probably going on four, maybe. Um, it was a warehouse. I just, I walked in there and they gave me a list. They're like, what cans do you want? I was like, oh, you guys don't have a tap room? Like, no. What cans do you want? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want this, this, and this. Well, they just put it in a it, can. Two roads. They started off selling beer out of a Volkswagen bus. Yeah. That's why it's like two, ro- two roads. Now they're like, they're crazy. Giant. Know? Yeah. And then they have their new brewery up right next to They're actually them. mainly like, too. They're mainly like uh, contract brewing for a ton of people now. Oh yeah, they have because their capacity is so large. It's insane. So it, it really is the ends justify the means. But um, yeah. I mean, nobody nobody expects a pandemic to hit no, and, of course and wipe you out. Like, but, e- but even this whole situation here, where we're at right now, and it has turned out incredible. But this whole situation came because I needed to adjust and adapt to what was happening at right. that time. I will say, if which kind of prepared me for this. <laughs> it yeah. kind of prepared me for all of this because I, I already knew how to adjust and adapt and, and work <laughs> yeah. on the fly. You had to you work on the fly anyway, but like craft yeah. beer just... I think craft beer benefited from working on the fly more it was than just any the, other companies. Really. It was like the you coolest. It, it like the support, man. man. The support, the support from the community, the support from just people who who have been here before and people who have never been here before. When we were shut down at just doing takeout, I was getting people from Jersey that never heard of us, and they were like, "Oh, I looked, I looked you guys up. I didn't realize you were right across the bridge." These New Jersey mooches over here, yeah, they man. Scum over yeah. here. Well, they they popped in what a month ago. Yeah, we just on a whim, in. like let's go check these guys out. Like you guys were doing that. It was right when they first opened up outdoor season, yeah, beginning of June, and it was like we were just like, "Yes, finally!" Like I don't have to pour my own beer anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, my- and we could sit outside somewhere and actually talk to people. Yeah, so we came up, and it was a great experience. Yeah. And I was talking to him, not even knowing. How involved you are here, right? Thank you, dude. Thanks for the great experience. Thank you, man. And now, um, yeah, we're having a blast here. Like, yeah, just, and, and now, and now Leah works for us, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Leah Crazy comes over. Now, Leah works here. It's, it's, yeah, it's amazing, world, it just works and out. she literally fit right in. Like, day one, 
she showed up and fit right in with all of us, man. It, it, Personality I mean, it, wise, it, work ethic wise. It's like, hard not to like crazy. Yeah. It, she's crazy. pretty much like fits in with like everybody. Yeah, yeah. She, and she pisses off. You just punch well, that, her. Zeppi's in the, <laughs> Zeppi's in the she, choir taste. That's, but, the, that's yeah. the kind of people. <laughs> right, she's I only like three foot six. With. Like yeah. my whole entire staff is that way, though. Like, Sometimes I, you forget she's in the room because how short she is. I'm fortunate. Damn, Daniel. I am fortunate with my staff, man. Like they have. I, I couldn't be luckier to have the staff that I have, man. They have my back. They love this business. They work their ass off for me. And they literally put this brand before anything else, which is amazing, man. It's yeah. amazing to have I mean, people like that. Yes. Yeah, the second we walked in the door, you guys were like, all right, well, where do you want to set up? You know, they, yeah, where they do you guys want to set yeah, up? Yeah, do you need it, anything? Like, it was so welcoming. We're like, oh, man, we can just... Yeah. Where do we want to go? How, that's how it's <laughs> got to be, though. You know what I mean? Like, I want people to be here and feel comfortable and, and welcomed and to feel like we can build a friendship. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the vibe I got. And then it went farther than that. When Leo started working here, it was like just family. You know what I mean? Like immediately hang up and yeah. hang out. And she's just so happy. I love the artwork, love too. Did you guys Thank get like a street artist coming? Uh, so I grew up. Um, involved in art. That's kind of where my background comes from. Before I got into marketing and business development, I went to school for art. I've been involved in art my whole life. I have a degree in design and interactive media. Um, but when I was a kid, I was a graffiti artist. My brother Kevin's a fine artist and he's actually a vice president at the company I work for. He runs our entire art department. And when I was a child, my mother was an artist. So I was always around art my whole life. And while I can't do like my brother can literally draw us sitting at this table and it'll look identical to us. I can't. Can he make me thinner? <laughs> he can. <laughs> I can do that with Photoshop. Colin was able to do that. <laughs> yeah. He made me thinner on our logo. But so I, uh, same. Make sure I, get <laughs> I don't have the capability to draw things like that. So I was always involved in graffiti art when I was a kid. This guy behind me here fed was one of my best friends growing up. We used to skateboard all over the city together. Now you're and talking then, my language. Yeah, man. From Love Park to City Hall, man. I brought my board because yeah. I saw you had a parking lot. Yes, sir. I'm like, I can't wait to ride we around would, a little bit. We would this. skip school, which I got caught one time for this because Fox News showed up to Love Park to film skaters. Yeah. And my parents see what me. What year on the was news. this? Uh, I was probably 15, so 96. Oh, it's a nice thing. Okay, yeah. I was there. So it's before they put in all the little, uh, they put in all like the all the shit to stop skaters. From yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I was, was, yeah. this was when they were later, literally like chasing us. They would chase us out of Love Park so we would skate to City Hall. And then they would chase yeah. us out of City Hall. We'd circle back to Love Park. And it was just like a game we played, like a they put a, cat they, and mouse. I did that, I did that circle during, <laughs> yeah. uh, after the X Games. So okay. after the X Games, I was a Love Park rat. So yeah, I, like, I would always be at Love Park or City Hall. Or then we'd have to go down to South Philly and skate the ledges in FDR. Yeah. That's all so, we ever so had to do. Because of us constantly hopping on the R7 raid here and hitting the city, we would we would be on the train seeing all this graffiti pass us by and uh we were both into art so we just started at it man just got at it heavy and we were backpack kids in train yards just bombing everything we could see and this guy over here on the gray wall pastor um was like a legend even at the time like we would see his stuff down right now actually where uh human robot is uh, Fifth and Cecil B. Moore. Oh, yeah. Was like a legendary graffiti block when I was a kid. It's still painted today and fed and pastor are down there. Yeah. But uh, when I was a kid, it was like legendary, man. 
They got stuff at uh, Front and Tasker, too. Yes, yes, they do. And uh, Pastor was huge, man, all over the city at that point. And we looked up to him. And then when I hit about like my mid 20s, I ended up, he did all my tattoos. Awesome. And I, when I told him about this, he was like, How old are you, bro? And I told him, He's like, Dude, I'm only three years older than you. I'm <laughs> like, Dude, I thought you were like this legend. Like, he was just a kid, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was just surrounded by good people, did you and ever, good artists. Did you ever think that like graffiti art would become as like mainstream? Yeah. As yeah, it is? I, like, I really did. I really did. Cause there's like graffiti tours in yeah, Philly. Man. Like, yeah. Like, you check so, like certain pieces off your list. When I was 16 years old, um, when I was 16 years old, I was, I was, uh, I was, I don't even know how to call it. Not like drafted, but, um, when I was 16 years old, I was chosen to, uh, be on the junior national soccer team Okay, for the U S I was a goalkeeper. Um, so my I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, oh, so uh, what position were yeah, you? I was a goalkeeper. So my... my uh, You didn't my, look like you had the cardio for... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm you a weren't bit, a striker. I'm a bit of a <laughs> um, Not a midfielder. No, nah, I was a psychopath. Uh, so I was a goalkeeper. Literally since the time I was four years old, I never played any other position because I was just nuts and I had no fear. Um, but from when I went over to... Europe, so every summer in high school, I would uh, go overseas to play. Uh, England, Germany, Belgium, Holland, and France. And being over in Europe at that age and seeing literal graffiti tours then in Europe, like it was so huge in Europe at the time, they were having tours already like we do today. They were 20 years ahead of us. Um, it was just nuts. It was incredible. It was in, it, just an incredible experience. Like, uh, so now, Marseille yeah, I, France, I did, I did see that back then and, and no, understand that it was going to be this big in the U S just like everything, man. Europe had soccer first. Like they had every, they always throw ahead of the little, game a little bit because we come from them. Right. <laughs> so basically, um, but I just told this story the other day when I was, uh, in my final year of college, I, I was at the art Institute in Philadelphia in center city. And I parked my car at Liberty place across the street, which is like a huge high rise. I'm an art Institute alum. There you go. So I parked at Liberty place every day and Liberty place is full of lawyers. Mm -hmm. So and and, uh, Cole Hamels, (laughs) right? See him walking his little girly dog. So I was, I was, uh, I was walking to my car one day and I had a t-shirt on that said graffiti changed my life. And, uh, this dude was walking past me in a suit and just like condescending was like, uh, come on, how could graffiti possibly change your life? And I turned around and I was like, well, it inspired me to go to art school and I'm about to graduate with a 3.9 GPA. So graffiti changed my life. And he was just like, (laughs) (laughs) just dumbfounded, like, oh shit. Okay. I guess it did. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Cause I was, uh, all the kids I grew up with in my neighborhood are. It's a, he had like a typical jail, like, man. Like the my, typical my, boomer my, mentality. Like. Yeah, but this was shit, early 2000s, you know? And uh, the kids that I went to high school with and or grew up with in my neighborhood are in either... either well, yeah. Actually, actually, that's an accurate drop. That was because very they, appropriate. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying everything. That was, a, that was a super accurate drop at that <laughs> yeah. moment, though, because they, they literally <laughs> were like... The good. worst of good. the worst kids, man. <laughs> they were by the time they were eighteen, nineteen, they were all getting locked up and stuff. So it was, it was a little crazy, man. Come sit down. So Grab I, on, hop on mic. Hop on the mic, man. Come on. So gra- graffiti literally did change my life. 
Yeah. All right, so we got uh we got the guy. Yes, we the were man, talking about your brother. I got you, man. All right, so we got a uh, we got uh, a former guest again, Harry from Experimental. What's going on, guys? Man, you made What's the up, trip man? down, huh? Made it. I made it. So we were talking about we were talking about you earlier because uh, the first beer we tried from these guys was their cream ale. I just saw that. I'm actually getting your rye, but your rye beer first. We just, just got it. done. Yeah, we just got we done. We just finished it. it. We're about to rate it. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, I can go into that. You you want to rate this thing? Yeah, let's go. All right. So, like I mentioned earlier, we can uh, you can follow us on Untapped at uh, Best Best Friends Pod. It's at Best Best Friends P O D. Nothing like a good little, you know, five second <laughs> clip of butt rock. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, Dan, I'm going to give this a four because I'm here. I mean, it's not my type of beer. Uh, you don't have to be that kind. For me, it's a three. <laughs> I w- I'll give. I'm it not a, a fan of. I- rye. I'll give it a four for you only because I could clearly pick out everything that you for talked sure. about. For sure, the honey was there, the rye was there. Yeah, the rye, Again, the it's not the typical beer I would go with. But I'm going to give it a four because I picked out everything that you put into the beer. There's something for everybody out here. See, I I would go four as well um, because one, it's it's a beer that I if I came. I mean, just like I did, like He's when a I looked more at adventurous than I am. Yeah, I, I'm a hazy. That's fair. Boy. I'm super adventurous See, too, man. Like I said, it's just in my opinion, I just don't like rye. But I that, like we to, have. I have to brew things that other people are going to enjoy. I like it to find stuff me. like on a menu that people aren't doing. I like. I like sure. seeing experimental things. Yeah. Ah. Oh hey. Uh, <laughs> I like that one in there. Yeah. I like see. I like people trying new things, like trying different things out, like showing me that, uh, like you're. You're not just going like, oh, all right, we're going. We're just going to brew what we can sell. For um, sure. So we're not just doing like, you know, the double dry hop cryo, triple IPAs, <laughs> whatever. You know, it, they're it, fantastic, too. They are, know, it's yeah, just, it's not a knock against them. It's just like everybody's doing them. Like, show me agree. show me what you're doing different from everybody else. Um and it was it was a tasty beer. It was it's not something I'm going to sling back. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. I, like, but I, it, I can definitely appreciate. I like to call it. them like eye opener beers. Yeah, because, yeah. I, I like, can definitely appreciate like it, but it's not something that I'm going to order and, right. and have often. Yeah. You know but I mean? you know, it's I I can sit there and sip it and enjoy it. You know, it's it's a lot Fair. like a lot of the beers that I have anymore. It's like I'm any like the 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 flavored like. Store bots or store bought is fine, or you know any any of those style beers. Like I'm gonna have one of them. I'm gonna sip it uh, and sure. I'm gonna enjoy it, but I'm not gonna throw back a ton of them. And then let, let's be honest, I'm I'm kind of past the point of throwing back like six beers at a time. It, you know, two it, two or three are getting rough for me right now. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan what and is this, I, amateur Dan, hour. Dan and I are in our mid thirties. We're uh, we're with yeah. kids, and I'm, we're, also, I'm also like half your plus, size. You can probably like squat. I've me got right you. Now. I've got you beat. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm 39. I have three kids right now, and my wife is due like any day now. Oh so. man. <sighs> yeah. All right, yeah. Partridge all right. family. <laughs> yeah. Are they, they all getting instruments yeah, later? Yeah. It's a wild. It's a wild household. Daniela, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a like wild that. household. All right. Uh, so Actually, yeah. I want to hear what he thinks about this. I'm going to disagree right with you on this one. See, I, I'm a rye. Well, I don't like rye whiskey, we but I like that. rye we just said that, and yeah. beer. Okay. 
So, so Harry's big thing is Harry's a Harry's a yeasty boy. I am a yeasty boy. I, Fair. I, I am. Um, but I could kick this back all day. Awesome. I think it's excellent. See that? That's what I was saying earlier. We have loads of people that have come the past two, three weeks that absolutely crush that beer. They end up taking a four pack of it home. It's crazy. You get, it's not you get, like you get that little bite. You got to have something for everybody, man. That's the point. I, this is this is beer that t- this is beer tasting like beer. Awesome, yeah. man. Thank you. There you go. Thank uh, you. Some some people would say, you know, different strokes for different folks. Bingo. Why isn't that on the soundboard, Tom? I don't know. <laughs> well, it takes at least, yeah, strokes. I mean, fuck, man. Get it together. I mean, the beer we got drank pretty good, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we got a four for that. Um, and now we're gonna we're gonna move on to our third and final beer. Yeah, this is the one that I wanted to say. This yeah. is uh this, this is a, this is a special little beer. Um, this is the one that on the ride down, like we got we got excited for the for the rye, but this is the one we were like, all right, this is the one we need to. I drink. got excited all around because every double dry hopped like IPA you had on there was low ABV, so I'm yeah. like, I'm so glad there's not too many eights on this because Thank we're yeah. about an hour away from here, yeah, yeah. and I didn't want to load up on all those eight percent beers during this. Trying, and to be man. and to be honest, I get excited when I see just a regular. I just see a pale ale. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't need an IPA. So all day. this beer in particular, um, stigma. Stigma Crusher um, was actually... I I love the name. It actually came from uh, a friend of mine. Uh, He had an idea. Originally, he has this group of people. They tailgate all over the country and go to different concerts. They're called Tailgate Caravan. They go to different tailgates for concerts and they cook a bunch of food. They sell the food and then donate all the money to a charity. That's really cool. Incredible people. They're heavily involved with a local charity called NAMI of Bucks County, which is the county that we're in right now. NAMI is a national organization. It stands for the National Alliance of Mental Illness. So Stigma Crusher, the name is intended to raise awareness for mental health and also literally crush that stigma to where somebody has to feel bad about having a mental illness. Um, now, me- mental illness does not mean that you're crazy, right? Mental illness can be anxiety. It can be panic disorder. It can be depression. It can be post-traumatic stress disorder. It can be a million, yeah. a million different things. ADHD, ADD. Or yeah, it, it doesn't mean that you're crazy. So a lot of people have this stigma attached to mental health and mental illness that if you're, oh, you're mentally ill, that means you're nuts. It certainly does not mean that. So we need to crush that stigma. We need to talk more about mental health and let our friends know who are suffering that we're here for them. Like I suffered throughout my 20s um, a ton, man, with with some depression and like I was actually in my early 20s was I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and I was at a point when I was about 25 years old I was completely suicidal like I was in a very very bad place in my life and my brother my older brother brought me out of that in a big big way um, and now my today my wife um, struggles with anxiety and panic disorder so when they brought this idea to me I jumped on it immediately And I decided I didn't want it to be like a one-off. We're just Mm going to do this beer and donate the proceeds to NAMI. Um, So I I approached NAMI about it and told them, I'm going to brew this beer every month with a different hop bill. And I'm going to donate that money to them every single month, every year, until I can't do it anymore. Um, So we're at a pace right now where we're 
we can donate between thirty and thirty-six thousand dollars annually to NAMI, uh, which is nuts. They said to me like a thousand dollars to them is ten thousand dollars in mm, in terms yeah. of like how they can use it. Um, uh, so thirty-six thousand dollars to them would be like over a quarter million dollars that they could use. Yeah. Uh, for That's awareness awesome. and funding. Yeah, it's a very and, cool cause. Uh, yeah, it's just incredible, man. Not only that, but yeah, it's a it's a light, crushable, juicy pale ale. Tons of hops in it. And uh, yeah. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Of course, I'm going to enjoy this. This is right down my alley now. We just brewed it again yesterday with um, Simcoe, Azaka, and uh, El Dorado. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, is that what we're tasting today, or is that a different hop uh, blend? This was uh, Falconer's Flight, um, Mandarin Bavaria, and Zythos. Oh, all right. These are actually, like, three that I've probably never had before. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, you definitely get, like, the citrusy yeah. flavor off of, yeah. citrus flavor off that, uh, the mango Bavaria. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the bitterness is great. Yeah. It's, so it's crushable, but also bitter, so it keeps that that traditional IPA aftertaste, yeah. but still, like, 5%. completely clean. Yeah, yeah 5% <laughs> too, like... Yeah. This is like I can't believe it's not five. I can't believe it's not eight percent. A refreshing bitterness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just a really mellow bitterness. It's not like overly, you know, where you get like that double, you know, the of, double. Of course, but it's not sticking on my palate the entire yeah. like after the sip. Like it's every everything's clean. Every sip is clean. So all of your all of the. Uh, we, it's like a this is like a podcast reunion right now. It's like everybody's <laughs> yeah. coming in here now. Now you got fans showing up. Huh? Yeah, um, we've had guests from like the last like what five episodes come in here now. <laughs> so somebody, somebody hit Colin up and see if we can get a, get him out. Here we too. oh, oh we did. I hit him up. I texted Ma- him. Massive massive shout out to Non Heinous. That's my dude. I, I love Non Heinous. I just wish he texted me back every now and then. <laughs> non Heinous designed our logo. All right. Yeah. So we're uh, you know we got a, we got plenty of Non Heinous love. On this uh, on this podcast, he's a fantastic gentleman. Um, oh man, someone get this guy a bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, he Way to go, a, Nate! Yeah, somebody get him a, uh, a van's bag. <laughs> um, so, tell me, what, you know what the what the thought process is, is because I noticed all of your pale ales on your menu are double dry hopped and and our IPAs. Yeah, um, I don't think I love an intense hop flavor and aroma. Um, Thank you. So we've done beers that were not double dry hopped. Uh, To be 100% honest with you, it's just that the ones that we've done that have been double dry hopped have been our highest rated beers. Okay. So as long as that trend continues, I'm going to keep going those. I'll be honest. (laughs) I I have no idea what double dry hop does other than makes it more delicious than a regular IPA because For sure, that's all that's all I know about it is that, like it, it's if I have a choice between a regular like a double IPA or a double dry hopped IPA uh, I'm like all right well I'm gonna go with the double dry hop because that's that's always right. we're sitting between two Harry. brewers right now <laughs> I want to get in here what is your definition of double dry hop because I know this I was is, gonna say we're sitting between so, two so brewers we, let's hear so it. we literally double dry hop it so not double the amount of hops okay we dry hop it twice, twice. Two yes. seven times. Okay. yes because I know I've I've heard so many different brewers with so many. There's no there's I no seen real an definition. definition. Right. For me, we double we we literally double dry hop it, which means after primary fermentation we dry hop it, and then a week after that we dry hop it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
Now, when at you the, at the same rate as well, so it's okay. It's it's basically hops intensified. So, as he could tell you, um, for basic knowledge for anybody, when you add hops early during the boil process, it creates more of the bitter flavoring mm-hmm. and aroma in a beer. When you add all of those in the whirlpool after flame out, it adds more to the citrus and fruit flavors and aromas that you feel. And then dry hopping it does it intensifies that even more, and then double dry hopping that would intensify it further. So, so it's more of like that that profile that people are kind of looking for nowadays. So, but, for our our listeners that aren't you know aren't crazy into the craft beer world, right. When you hop a beer, you're basically you're steeping it. You're steeping hops into the beer like you would like like tea in the water. For sure. Right? So when you dry hop it, what does that mean in comparison to just a regular hopped IPA? So it's in in it's after primary fermentation is over. Okay. So when you're just hopping an IPA, it happens during the brewing process. During the brewing and the fermentation. A dry hop is after the beer has already been brewed and fermentation is okay. over. Actually, now, I shouldn't even say that yeah, because now, now, now yeah. there the are there, yeah, there there are tons of people hopping or dry hopping uh, beers right now during primary fermentation, which is experimental. Yeah. <laughs> see that? You see how? Hey, I, did? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we got, we got I, like it. A, I don't have a. Thanks for the plug. That's he wore right. his own shirt, guys. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been true? an interesting trend now. They yes, uh, they're, yeah. they're calling it like biotransformation, where you. When there's still yeast going and you throw hops in there, you get kind of a different profile from the hop compared to after the yeast is dead. Yeah. It's also so a other safe. half is doing it right now with yeah. that. They just did that whole week on the HDHC, which was uh, what the One fuck the did that stand for? Something hop too. charge. High definition hop charge is what they called it. So that process was they That's were such a badass name. Yeah, well they're fun. they're like the coolest man. It's a but 1080p hop charge. Yeah, basically, it's like 4K. You know? uh, but yeah, they're, so they're hopping like during primary fermentation. They're hopping well whirlpool, then primary fermentation, then secondary, and then another double dry hop afterwards. So it's just and they're using like four different types of hops to do it. They're using cryo hops. They're using pellet hops. They're using the liquid. Uh, uh, what the fuck is that extract, called? Extract, hop extract. It's not an extract. This it's just like, makes uh, me excited the entire time. It is extracted. Talking, but it, <laughs> talking there about is the a name hops. for it, yeah. Dan's pushing uh-huh. denim over here. <laughs> I'm pitching you, a tent you over here. probably drink that, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would drink Damn, Daniel. <laughs> um, so, man, this is a... Dan already crushed it. It was, it was uh, crushable. It's a crushable pale ale. And that's a, that's a thing I love about pale ales. I feel like most standard pale ales, I can absolutely crush. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and this is it, this is one of them. Great flavor, great profile. Thanks, man. Not crushing it, though, there, Tom. Well, I'm trying to savor. He's taking it <laughs> easy. I'm savoring it. He's taking it easy because I got a surprise for you guys in a minute. Yeah. Um, so... Actually, should we talk about that then? Well, mm, not the surprise, but we'll, we'll, get we'll lead next. into it. Yeah. yeah um, what it, I mean, the cool thing is, like you, like you were, what you were saying is, it, I'm thinking like having you on and having Harry on here from uh, Experimental uh, at Xbeer underscore NJ on Instagram. Um, he, I don't, I don't have your, I don't have your drop on here on my <laughs> iPad. He's so hot right now. Um, <laughs> If you go on Instagram, you, you'll so you'll see right somebody now. drinking an experimental beer. Um, 
Yeah, if you're in the craft beer and you're on the East Coast, somebody's having an experimental beer. Look, I don't even know how I came across it. Um, I was talking to Zeppi about this the other day because they brought you up. And I was like, dude, for some reason, I just saw something. Somebody shared something that you gave them. Um, it was a it was an imperial lager. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, balding right. eagle! Oh yeah, my man. god, that was so good. And I saw it, and I'm like, dude, I gotta check I, this I, out. I actually, I brought you a, four, a mix four pack. Fuck so. yeah, man! Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's in the car. Harry, <laughs> Harry is the most generous, uh, the, the most generous brewer well, that we've. Harry, come let's, across. let's get that in the fridge, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it in the, it's 95 it's, it, degrees I know, it's out in the here. car. I could go grab it. We are, <laughs> we are sweltering. Beautiful. But uh, we, we'll, before you go off, because we'll have you go off and we'll pass it over yeah, to, so we'll, Al, we'll bring yeah, it over Al. to Al. Um, but uh, you gotta bring him but it, it's, it's funny because you, you know, when this whole, you have like a, a full brewery, a full brew staff, and, yeah. you know, you're not set up for canning, but then you have a home brewer who's canning and exporting out to internationally. I mean, that's also laws. I mean, I can do it legally. Right. But, uh, you know, Harry's set up, Harry has his canner. Harry's setup is just, you uh, basically. October? Yeah. Yeah. You basically. The homebrew, the homebrew version. Oh, okay. Yeah. We use the other, the, M, the MK. Uh, do yeah, that. Ah, uh, yes. Numbers. <laughs> numbers and letters. Serial numbers and models. Um, <laughs> But Harry's basically, you're set up pretty much for like as like a pico yeah, brewery in your I, if jersey could let me do it residential i'd do it right out of my house i mean i have my uh i have my glycol chiller set up I have you everything. need to uh get a garage that's separated from your house yeah and, and zone it commercial then, <laughs> even then jersey most likely won't let you well, do jersey it. sucks yeah, man. It, it no does. offense no, no it, offense we worst, told we no we've told harry that we would very much welcome him over in pennsylvania Come on over to the Keystone State. For sure. Jersey stuff. Where we have Caker, Quaker laws, but they're still better than New Jersey laws. Yeah. It, is, it is true. If you have a state. It is, it is true. <laughs> um, it's the only state that sucks more than Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, there's only one. That's it. It's the only fucking one. Well, Delaware, well, Delaware's pushing it. Florida, too. I mean, yeah. it's fucking borderline. That's sinking into the yeah. ocean. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Harry, if you, Harry's an excellent follow on uh, Instagram at xbeer underscore nj. Um, I mean, every day you just see him doing some kind of awesome. You see him doing some kind of awesome ex- experimental beer or some something in his in his uh, brewing process. So great follow. Um, yeah, thanks, Harry. Thank you for coming on. Thank Dude, you for making yeah, the trip th- down here. Yeah, thanks for coming down. Here, I man. mean, I mean, Zeppi invited me, so I mean, he gets he gets uh, all the credit. We kind of invited you too. We invited everybody. Yeah, well, we invited was, everybody. I, I kind of posted that as like a, as. Let's as not a give him too much Easter credit, egg, right? you know, yeah. on Instagram. Let's not yeah, blow up Zeppi's head anymore. Than yeah, Zeppi's ego is on the brink of of popping, and uh, yeah, we, I, I love feeding into it. I mean, <laughs> The more his ego is fed, the less hair he has on top of his head. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, Dan, you want to rate this thing? Yeah, I'm going to rate it a four or five. That's a four or five for me. Mm. Uh, all right. Um, I'm going to go four seven five. Wow. Oh, if, if you want to, if you want to go back to the rye, I'll give this a four two five. Wow. Damn. Good for you guys. What, what do we rate the rye? Four. So. Four. Okay. You want that stigma crusher they just had, or do you want to roll with this guy first? I'll roll with Let's what, talk about I'll roll this. with the fancy first. Let's talk about this. Do we this. want to, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll pour this one out here. We'll talk about, yeah. let's talk about this. So, um, want to bring anyone else this on or do we want to? that I'm going to share with you guys, uh, Zeppi, I have a cup yeah. for you too, buddy. Um, 
This is Black is Beautiful from Other Half. Oh, yeah. Grab another one. Grab another one for So let's get another. Let's get another. We got one more cup here. We got I'm not going to. I don't need I don't need a whole pour of that. All right. So we're um we're um we're getting into well first of all we one more we're at three returning guests that we've had now and uh <laughs> yeah oh fuck Four. leah just showed up huh jesus christ leah <laughs> just always this is, a like disaster. A, this is like a best best friends reunion <laughs> right here that's it yeah so now we're we're at uh four returning guests now um so we uh we haven't really gotten into it um but yet so far but let's talk about it then let's talk about it before we crack this one we're going to talk about odd logics yeah, yeah. Get, get into it dan all right so something i've been following personally um throughout uh, i guess the craft beer industry particularly in pennsylvania has been the black is beautiful collab yeah um i noticed you guys were on the list on pa breweries website so mm-hmm. you guys are making a collab beer for that yeah so we brewed it uh Two and a half weeks ago. Um, awesome. Yeah, a lot of people are getting it in the yeah, tank. Yeah, so it, last, it's like, week it's so. it's rocking right now. Next week, it's getting heavy doses of cocoa nibs and vanilla beans. Um, which this is why I wanted to share this with you because I have a real good friend, this dude John Trimback, who literally is like the captain of all mules. Right? <laughs> okay, the uh, beer mule. He literally is like the greatest dude in the world. He's got this minivan we call Big Blue, right? <laughs> and his fucking thing. He buys so much beer for so many people from so many different breweries, like up and down the East Coast. Um, he works remotely constantly for his day job. That's awesome. So he just fucking drives oh, around like, up and Lucky. down the in this fucking minivan. As long as he has good Wi-Fi, dude. He has in, he has <laughs> so many cases of beer in his minivan at a time that like the ass drags. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's like he, he he's got to put a couple more Leafs on the back it, end. <laughs> in a, in a funny in a funny way, we're talking. It's serious but funny. We're talking about doing a trip triple IPA and calling it King Muleus. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's just yeah. hilarious. But um, he brought me this uh, just as a gift uh, about two weeks ago. And he was like, bro, this is not even released yet. Yeah. So but these, I want you these to have aren't it. coming out. Like there's not a lot of them coming yeah, out. Man. So this oh. is like a, this is so a first right this here. is other halves version, Ooh. which was also done on cocoa nibs and vanilla beans. Okay. So that's why I wanted to pop it because I'm like, I got to try so, this. But in other half fashion, if you're aware of their stouts, like mm. my favorite stout from them is we've been out there in orbit. I love I that. that. Oh my God. It's incredible. And they've done a million variations on it. Um, but in, in other half fashion, this bad boy is clocking in at 15 and a half percent. Yeah, that's why I said I'd take So this is, <laughs> this is a fucking badass stout. This I is, will take a taste. This is one, this. this is 100% up my alley. Like for me, my favorite style of beer is stout. And uh, the more vicious. That's why I sat so Tom next to yeah, I, I think t- Tim and I would get along yes. very well. Uh, uh, it's, it's, we've got a new podcast coming out. <laughs> it's called the Best, 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 Best Friends uh, podcast. Tim, you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how big you are. But, uh, <laughs> but so this is this is something that's right up my alley, man. The bigger, the boozier, the better in terms of stouts for me. So I'm fucking Ooh. pumped, man. I'm, I've been dying to try this bottle. Um, so I'm happy to pop it with you guys, man. Yeah, I'm happy that we've got like two more over here too. 
Yeah. Um, That's all I need. So yeah, man. the Black Let's is Beautiful uh, series. Yeah. yeah. Two more cups over there. Yeah. So um, this was done by, uh, was it a brewery in Houston, Texas, I think? Yeah. Weather, uh, Weathered Souls. Weathered um, Souls. Okay. Yeah. Which is also a, a, a black owned brewery as well. Yes. So Marcus, which is um, who's the head brewer and one of the owners there, an incredible guy, came up with this idea kind of like a la uh, All Together, uh, which other half right. did so fucking generously, um, which we got to be a part of that as well. Um, so this, as soon as I saw them announce this, I uh, immediately wanted to be a part of it. Number one. It's a great cause. It's, yeah. a, it's an incredible Absolutely. cause. I know some people want smaller pours, so I'm going to take the big guy. Yeah, um, give me the small. Give me the smallest pour. That might be the smallest one. You pass that down to Harry. Ooh, I'll, I'll cocoa take, and vanilla. Give me one in your hand now. I'm curious how, yeah. how they got 15 percent <laughs> on such little time on this. So, uh, dude, well, that comes with the grain bill. So, yeah. the 15 percent alcohol by volume, uh, as 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 Harry would know. Um, So yeast eats sugar and turns it into alcohol. So the more sugars you have from your grains, yeah. the more alcohol by volume you'll have. Right. You all obviously need to supplement that with enough yeast to eat it all. But Hold on, guys. Zeppy's taking a picture. <laughs> we have to stop. At Crafty Tats on, on Instagram. He's got a, he's got a logo now. You want me to do it better after you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Can you toss that beer in the air and take He's like, I want Tim to be in it. Oh, that was great. <laughs> all right. Um, so anyway. All right. So we're going to try this. I, I mean, yeah. this is kicking Ooh. off, I guess, our, this is other our half, Black is baby. Beautiful. They're... Yeah, this is kicking off because we're yeah. going to start talking about these beers almost every episode. So we're going to be drinking it with uh, with awesome. Al at Points and Pucks, uh, Zeppi at Cheers. Crafty Tats, Harry at Xbeer underscore NJ. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Sancho. Cheers, brother. Oh god, that smells so fucking good. There you go. <laughs> That's like chocolate sauce. Oh, that is like a milkshake. Yeah. It does taste like a milkshake. God damn, that's good. That's ridiculous. I want to know again, how many hours they boiled this. So we boiled ours for four hours. Um yeah, so I'm I'm so fucking pumped for ours, man. It will clock in at, at ten like the like the original recipe. Um, but yeah, we boiled it down. That's um, one thing I haven't really got to do is really boil longer yeah, than man. your standard hour. So we, we ended up with only a half batch of it because yeah, of the, the four that. hour boil, which is fucking awesome, man, because that just means it's going to be vicious. It's going to be thick, yeah. which I love. Like that's my, that's my go-to man. This yeah, is, this has a, this vis- is, this has a viscous to it yeah. right now. That is, Tom liked it. Better. It's not overly it's sweet, though. It's not. It's. I was gonna say it's very like. Well, it's very syrupy, but it's not. Once sweet. the once like, the yeah. once the weather the starts palate. cooling down, I'll go back to stouty boy. Yeah, uh-huh. I'll be honest with you. I can't stand an overly sweet stout. Oh, me neither. Yeah, it's terrible, it. man. And that's why when you mentioned Old Rasputin, I'm like, dude, I fucking love that beer. It's one of the first. I, I still it's have because su- it's super boozy. I have an Old Rasputin pint glass with a gold rim on it, dude. It's I have a. I have rare a t- as shit. People keep asking me if they could buy it from me. I'm like. Fuck no, dude. I don't even know how I got it. I have a 2016 <laughs> old Rasputin sitting in my fridge right Amazing, now. Amazing, dude. Um, oh, yeah. That was a gift from uh, the Chef Ben. Yeah, Chef Ben. Yeah. Love that. Uh, nah. No. It's dangerous it, as shit. It's got, it's got yeah, a very, it's got a very syrupy. It's thick as fuck. 
fuck for sure. It, it's got a very uh, it it definitely it definitely has a booziness to it, but it's not like an overt booziness. Would you say this yeah. is like a ten W thirty, ten W forty? I'm a it's a fucking zero W twenty. This yeah. is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's that's a fair statement too. Yeah, this is the oil I mix with my. Like chainsaw Speaking of that, here. I have a fucking <laughs> hilarious story. It's something that happened here yesterday. You said pour this over ice cream. So, you know, this, we talked about this whole salad situation that we have here, right? Where we have to I'm sell- still waiting on my Santa Fe chicken. I saw, I saw you post Tim, that we have, to, we have to sell food now. So, that, fuck it. We're selling salads. Oh, so they, I'm waiting they for my Santa Fe chicken. Too. Oh, man. Yeah. It's the worst ever. It doesn't even make sense because oh. we have fucking... Uh, first of all, shout out to Baba Louie Barbecue, dude. These guys are... The most incredible barbecue I've ever had in my life. I'll be over there. After their the ribs, their ribs good. are so good. I don't even put sauce on them, dude. Crazy good. He does jalapeno poppers too, wrapped Ooh. in bacon that are Ooh, smoked. Okay. Fucking nuts, man. This guy's <laughs> so incredible. But there was a dude here yesterday. <laughs> there was a dude here yesterday, whacked out of his mind before he even showed up. He rolled up on a BMX bike, and he had to be D- pegs or no pegs. Pegs. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Pegs on both sides. Both sides. Oh okay. yes. Mag wheels. Okay. And he had to be in his mid fifties. <laughs> All right, there we go. And he was wearing a bandana. It got real intense. We're good. Um, he shows up and he flips his bike upside down too, like in tr- this fucking killer, like eighties fashion. Like, fucking parks like it on movie, its handlebars. Like the movie Rad. Yeah, dude. Just, <laughs> like the just movie Megaforce. Super hilarious. And he and he comes up and he's like, dude, like. I just want to have one beer. Like, do I have to buy a meal? And I was like, bro, they're literally a $2 salad. You don't even have to eat it. And he goes, oh, no, I'll fuck a salad up. And I was just, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, uh, If it's right. a Santa Fe chicken, yeah, I'm fucking I'm like, it up. Nah, he's like, I'll take the chicken Caesar, man. I'm like, all right, dude, we got you. What do, what do you want to drink? He's like, well, I love Miller Lite. You got that? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is a crab brewery. My, my, uh, my buddy had an interesting yeah. theory about this food because a lot of breweries now are coming in and selling like chips or, yeah. or even restaurants, right? Little chips and stuff that it's the potato chip lobby trying to sell some extra chips. It's not you, allowed. Oh, it, you, it's, it's not big lace. It's not allowed. All the chips aren't allowed. <laughs> no, nah, that's considered a snack and we in, have to sell a York, meal. I saw breweries. This is big business. Frito Lay's getting sell in a there. Meal. So you have to, here in PA, you have to sell a whole meal. A meal. It has to be yeah. something that you can eat for either breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So I'm figuring, I'll fuck eat it. chips for breakfast. Dude, I don't have... Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, man. That's what... Uh, I don't, I don't have the capacity. Second siren. I can't throw chips shit, on. So. Chips, you gotta throw salads, chips baby. on. Chips, chips, peanut butter, and jelly. It's a deconstructed So hold sandwich. up. Hold up. We, you said pour this over ice cream, right? We're sitting here. This fucking dude's over here on, on the blacktop at one of the tables. And we're sitting here just kind of like people watching, you know, because he was just out of his mind crazy. So he starts digging into a salad. Number one, he pours the dressing over top of it. And it's like one of those things that's like compartmented. Yeah. Like there's cheese here and there's fucking, you know, oh, so he poured the dressing over the compartment. No, he poured it all <laughs> over the whole thing, but then he just dug in and mixed it up with his hands. And I'm just like, oh. this guy's incredible. Number one, this is the, that's does not, even, not give a fuck. This is nowhere near the worst part of the story. Oh, it gets better. It gets way better. Uh, <laughs> so he's, he starts digging digging in like not even fucking caring just shoveling it into his mouth and then he picks we've up, all been there he picks up his I oh so to back up I gave him a cream ale I gave him the remember okay. the Titans because right. I'm like fuck like anybody who comes here and they're like ah I drink Miller Lite I'm like try yeah. the fucking cream yeah. ale like it's, it's solid so he takes a sip of the cream ale he looks at it shrugs 
and pours it over his salad <laughs> and what? mixes it in with the dressing and continues to eat the entire salad. Oh, and, then, <laughs> and then he picks up the salad bowl and fucking drinks it no. with the yeah, fucking with the Caesar dressing. Like <laughs> it was the it was like eating cereal, dude. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen oh, in my man. life. I feel like that. And then like he a just like North got up. Thing, he, first of all, first of all, he took his bandana off for this. He gets up, fucking ties his bandana, hops back on his fucking BMX, peels out in the parking lot, and he's fucking talking with his hands like he's fucking yelling at somebody. And then he just takes off down the highway, and I'm like, dude, fucking, yeah, man. Just rode off into the sunset like the majestic warrior. Boy, do we have an IPA dedicated to you after this. Oh, man, one of the fucking weirdest experiences of my life. Yeah, you got to, now you got to, yeah, you got to dedicate it. You got to name a beer like BMX and Bandana. I want to fuck fuck a beer. I want to have like a a fucking bronze statue of this guy riding a wheelie or something, dude. So I need to back that story up the fact that last weekend we had a torrential downpour here Friday night, which sucks because we're well, we had the tropical storm last week. We're stuck, right? So in my upstairs on the loft with social distancing, I can fit about like 25 people, right? So I'm like, all right, fuck it. We'll just open up the upstairs. We'll do our thing. So we had a handful of people. It was a shitty day. We had a handful of people upstairs. And all of a sudden we're like standing at the bar and we see this guy just walk in front of the garage door out to this lawn and it's fucking like torrential downpours. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? So I peek my head around and he pops out and he's like, oh, fucking love your graffiti out here. And I was like, yeah, man, it's cool. He's like, yeah, it's a cool place. I'm like, thanks, dude. It's a shame it's pouring right now. And he goes, I don't mind the rain. Clearly. Same dude. <laughs> oh no way! Same dude. He's out here like Shawshank. Did you give him? Did you came, give him a salad? Came and back, he was eating it. In came back this weekend and was like, "I need a beer." <laughs> All right, so, so with my salad. salad, I don't. I don't mind the rain. That's a beer. It's got to be a beer. It's got to be. All of it's got to be. <laughs> and then a statue. Well, you might you might run into a you might run into some copyright issues with Miss, Missy Elliott. <laughs> I can't stand the rain. Or Shawshank Redemption. He's just out Either here. Either like, way. On my window. Need a Caesar sour. Oh, I like that. Right, ah, the Caesar right, sour. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. If anybody's going to well, add anchovies to a beer, but Harry, this but Harry would salty, do something like salty works, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Harry will do something like anchovy ghost. A goza. Yeah, goza. Goza. Fucking goza. Boom. Goza. Harry will do something like a. He'll he'll add like clamato to it, like a Caesar from uh from Canada. Oh yeah, Caesar. Have you ever had Caesar from Canada, man? That's the shit right there. It's, it's a Bloody Mary with cl- Clamato. Yeah, yeah. Instead of tomato juice, they do Clamato juice. Yeah. Lord. So, uh, Harry, can we have you switch with... Absolutely. With, uh, I'm going to go get the beer. With Zeppi for, for a minute here. We have some questions for Zeppi. Oh, Uh-oh. fuck. Um, I might check out. I got your beer, too. Before... Oh, yeah. I mean, if you get if you got to work, man. We're um, good, we're like good we, right now. I think, I think this heat wave has fucking scared everybody. We off. were worried that, like, you might not it? be able to sit here. I mean, we got an hour it's and a half. It's three o'clock. So listen, yeah. on a typical Saturday at three o'clock, look, I would not be able to sit here at all. Like this place, typically at three o'clock on a Saturday, has a good twenty-minute wait for a table, which is a beautiful problem to it. have. Yeah. Um, and now we're all, we're also fortunate that they're allowing us to give people takeout, which is basically a solo cup with a lid on it. 
and they can go off in the parking lot. Yeah, and, that's the best thing that's happened out of this pandemic is, is while the, they wait. Yeah, they, the to go booze is and yeah, they, they kind of they kind of lowered they kind of lowered their fucking standards for what we needed to do in that respect. But again, I kind of will circle back because I told you I had a good story for you about the shutdown. When we first got shut down and we were only doing takeout, me and one of my managers, Nate here, the guy standing over there, uh, we were in the brewery, in the tap room. We were closed. It was a Friday night. We did takeout from four to eight. I was here that day since eight in the morning and it was 830 at night. We were shut down. Everybody was gone. At this point, we weren't even allowing people to come in the building. We were literally doing curbside pickups. Right. So you're the man, dude. Um, I'm sitting at the table in the middle of the tap room and Nate is mopping the floor. I poured myself a beer. Long ass day. Right. Sat it on the table. I'm talking to Nate, just bullshitting. He's cleaning up. Next thing I know, I, the door swings open and I turn and this fucking liquor control enforcement officer comes barging in with his hand on his hip like he's breaking up a high school party, dude. He had nothing on his hip either. Oh, yeah. like, just he was, his hand. Like he just was reaching hand. for something. But who did, dude, who, who did Michael Shannon play in Boardwalk Empire? Oh, uh, he was the, he was the FBI liquor uh, liquor enforcement. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. he was. It was basically like this prohibition. Fucking, this fucking guy. What do y'all don't know how? Moonshine? Beautiful. Um, this fucking guy comes in and he's like, what's going on in here? And I'm like, uh, we're closed and cleaning up. Should have just started singing closing time. Yeah. You're like, closing And he's like, uh, he's like, well, um, I saw a lot of cars in your parking lot. I'm like, is me, my manager, and one of my employees who is actually sitting in their car right now about to leave. Yeah, yeah it might be and over at like, the uh, adult novelty shop. He goes, uh, yeah, I was going to say, that place is packed this oh, well, entire time we've been here. That's every day, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, the I'm Northeast. Gonna st- I'm going to start selling <laughs> Odd Logic butt plugs. <laughs> Out of that store. Oh my god, that's actually perfect. That little O on the yeah, exactly. God, it's a chips. (laughs) That's a Uh, banger. That's a that's a top seller right there, guys. So (laughs) always thinking, always thinking. But (laughs) circle back. The fucking dude starts going off on me. (laughs) He starts going off on me about how uh, I'm having a beer. He's like, I see you got a beer there, and I'm like, Yup. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, well, that's not compliant. And I'm like, how am I non-compliant? And he goes, well, the law states that you can't have alcohol for consumption on licensed premise. And I'm like, sir, with all due respect, uh, that's for customers. I am the owner here and I drink our beer every day, literally every single beer. Every morning I pour a sample of to make sure that everything's OK. It's called quality control. Not to mention that, but. When we can or when we keg, the first pour out of the bright tank is into my cup so that I can taste it. And then I keg it or can it or whatever the case may be. Um, So there's never going to be a day that I'm not having a beer in here. He argued with me and then said, well, I'm going to talk to my supervisor. Let me get your phone number. So I gave it to him and he left. The very next night, we were again, it was a Saturday and we did take out at the time when we were shut down, we did take out uh, from 12 to 5 on Saturdays. So it was about 5.30, again, a half hour after we closed down. This time I locked the front door. A 
customer had complained that to Nate that he thought that we gave him the wrong beer with his takeout order. Yeah. It was a pale ale. He thought it was a Saison. You know, it was just, he was confused. So I said, Nate, pour me one of the pale and one of the Saison. He literally gave me like fucking four ounces, three ounces of each. I'm smelling them both. Take a sip of each. Standing right at my bar. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, you can literally can't confuse the two. The two taps aren't even close to each other. So I don't know how we would make that mistake, but let's give him a gift card or something and fucking call it a day. Yeah. I turn around and this fucking dude is staring at me through the glass door right there like this. <laughs> and I'm like, just like fogging the mirror as he's what breathing. The fuck? Just so I the walk glass. over and I unlock the door and I'm like, what's up, man? And he goes, I Are thought, you- I thought I made myself clear yesterday. And I'm like, well, you certainly didn't because you said you were going to talk to your supervisor and get back to me. And you never did. Uh, He said, well, I see you're drinking beer again. I'm like, yeah. Like I told you yesterday, every day. I'm going to fucking drink it every day. Quality assurance. Long story short, fucking like three weeks ago, I got a fucking citation in the mail. Uh, for drinking a beer in my own brewery. And now I have to go to court and fight that citation and spend more money on my lawyer than it would cost me to just pay the fucking fine. But if I pay the fine, I get a strike against me from the liquor control board. Three strikes against me, they can take my license away. Yeah, so you definitely there's a part of that There's shit. a part of me that feels like a lot of these crazy stipulations that are only happening to breweries is an attack on the fucking independent brewery scene. It re- it, I, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but this, it is, feels, this is big beer coming after yeah. you. It feels like an attack. I don't. Why? Have- why can a restaurant down the street sell you a burger and you could drink twenty fucking beers, but you can't come here and buy fucking Baba Louie's incredible barbecue and drink beer? It's because there's a lot of guys in. Uh, I have to sell you a fucking salad. Yeah, because well, I want that it? Santa Fe chicken salad. Yeah, and the there, there's dumbest- a lot of. There's a there's a lot of guys in uh in uh St. Louis, Missouri saying I mean the beer we got drank pretty good though. I think Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? That's a fantastic drop, but I, I don't have I don't have the Budweiser. But I haven't heard POD Budweiser. in a while. So. He hasn't heard POD on that yet. No. I mean no. What's wrong like- with the beer we got? Oh shit. POD. <laughs> Huge fan, by the way. <laughs> well, we have Al here. He's a huge fan of Avenged Sevenfold. Have you seen his tattoo? There you go. Yeah, he's there got the Avenged Sevenfold tattoo. Yeah. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we wrap this whole thing up, um, we do want to move some things over to Zeppi. Um, because you got you got some you got some things going on. Yeah, we wanted to talk right. about you. You want me to bow out? You want Zep to come over here? Hey, it's up Are to you, you man. Yeah. Look, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, this has uh, been awesome, man. Dude, yeah. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, had a th- fucking fun-ass time, dude. This I'm, was great. Yeah, we're glad, man. We're glad uh, We're glad you could accommodate us. Um, Whatever you guys need. Especially man. with the, your delicious beer and uh, hooking us up with the... That wonderful black is beautiful. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but that was delicious. Holy shit, that was really. I've been good. hiding my excitement during this entire time we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm even more excited for the month of August now. Yeah, sir. I can't wait for more of these beers to come out. I can't wait to talk about these beers more. Yeah, because yeah me too. Just again, the movement we, itself. We kind of skipped over that, but yeah, the movement is incredible, man. Because it's yeah. it's not only is the beer delicious, but the movement behind it is is something that we absolutely will get behind. Just and, like particularly in Pennsylvania. Uh, 
Um, like breweries in PA alone has raised over four thousand dollars on their glass sales, yeah, just from a glassware sale. Just yeah. from a glassware sale for the attic. All right, I yeah. had uh, I had monkish last week. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Ooh. So not to yeah, rub that Attic's in. Yeah, been on was, the list. Not uh, to rub it in, but it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome, man. We appreciate you letting oh, us just you, come here and hang Absolutely, out. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, man. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Keep thank making delicious guys. beers. Uh, and we will definitely be frequenting your location. Appreciate you guys, man. Yeah. Damn it. Make a Pilsner. I can't yet. So, <laughs> well, there's, there's, I, w- I will put this out there. I won't say who, but there is a Pilsner collaboration coming oh. soon. Ooh, we'll hey. get there. A little, a little inside baseball. A little inside yeah. baseball. We'll hey, see. don't take right. my words. This is this is hey, that's a my words. best best friend podcast exclusive. There you go. Thank you, I Tim. Hope you recorded that for a drop. All right. Oh yeah, I got it. I got it right there. All right, Tim. Thank you for coming on. Thank uh, you guys. Yeah, thank you for the beer. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yo, yeah, wow, we got a mic over here. If you want to come on. Sweaty as fuck. You better wipe them off. Yeah, there you Hold go. on. It's uh, Corona. It's all, it's all good. Here. Got... I got wipes. You nah, want wipes? Oh, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can hear the drops. Al won't hear the drops though, but he's gonna come hang with us. But but Al, grab the mic. We'll see how many we'll see how, how many drops we have. We don't all have right. Any. So we are joined by the uh we'll we'll call it the the New Jersey Coalition. we've been joined by the New New Jersey Coalition today. We got we we've had Zep. Now we got Al, we have Harry. I mean, it's just it's a it's a New Jersey heavy uh, podcast. Leah's here too. Yeah, Leah's here. Uh, we'll, we'll just call it the Delaware River. Yeah, yeah. It's the Delaware Delaware River Coalition. We'll Speaking of, when you guys want to come tubing with us? Whenever we get the invite. Next time it's happening. Yeah. What are you doing this afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> You're um, looking at it, man. We can, yeah. You, you could podcast from the river. I guess technically we could. I don't. Re- we don't really have the electrical outlets that are necessary, but it, we'll figure it out. I got yeah. a cheap enough zoom. If we destroy it, we destroy it. Yeah, I got a zoom that takes double A's. Um, so Zip, you have a logo now. You're, that was a, that was a thing. I'm official. You did. Yeah. I branded myself because you're a professional beer consumer, I think is what it says. Oh, so those weren't my words. I didn't choose that. And I'm looking into changing that because it says I'm a professional beer connoisseur. And I don't think I qualify for that. Well, professional usually means that you're paid to consume beer then. I, I mean, yeah, I, I might be paid to consume beer. All right. Well, oh, I mean, then oh, okay. keep it. It makes it sound official. So, um, what made what what went into like making you want to get your logo done? You know, after I hit a certain amount of um followers and stuff like that, I wanted to have a sticker to send to people now too, you know, and stuff like that. Because yeah. I am doing a lot of trades. I mean, a lot. You see all the stuff I get in. I'm, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's an absurd so amount. I just figured I would start shipping out stickers, but in order to have a sticker, you kind of need a logo. Right. So my buddy Moose, who I was doing the, going live with on Sundays and all that, he knew a guy that you know helped me out and charged me a really good price to make me a logo so i like i took him up on it so nice and that's and we it, got some stickers on the way too yeah yeah they're coming next week mm. but that's it. sending them out to you a little inside baseball a little, a little inside baseball you bring them to a brewery <laughs> like this you ask that they have a sticker wall you slap your shit on there and someone might see it and absolutely more attention i mean absolutely that's what we did 
I don't. I don't have a. Stick. It's called guerrilla marketing. <laughs> you need. Al doesn't have a. Stick. You need a logo. You don't have a logo. I don't. I don't need a logo. Yeah, you got one right there on your. It could be a pair of short shorts. No, yeah, just a, a pair, pair of Daisy Dukes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all right, I'm not opposed. Just a little hop, a hop cartoon. <laughs> wearing, 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 wearing Daisy Dukes. You could just steal Avenged Sevenfold's logo again. I hate stealing you guys. <laughs> um, it's staring at me now. <laughs> I have to keep looking at. I can. It. I can turn the other way. No, it's okay. So, so Zep, you you started a um, an Instagram Live account, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of your like your thing. It's like it's Instagram Live for now, at least. Um, and it, it you're. It's called Bamboozled. Yes, and it's B A M B R E W. Oozled. Wait, B A M B R E W Z L E D. There you go. I went there for a hot minute. There it was. You were going. I don't know where I was going with it either. So, how did that all come about? Uh, so, my buddy Moose, who I run the account with, reached out to me and said that he wants to eventually start like a whole blog page to the point where oh, we'd be interviewing different people in the brew community, having different topics, like a full on thing that we could actually market and possibly make money off of. So I was like, well, let's think small scale for now. What can we start doing now? So we took us a while to come up with bamboozled and it was supposed to be originally like you've been, it took you a while to come up with bamboozled. Well, we went through a couple, <laughs> a couple different names. It was supposed to be like moose, just being a dick moose and that. tats, you know, uh, moose and crafts, like whatever. Bamboozled is what we want. Crafty with because- moose. Yeah, like it was all stupid stuff like that as, until we figured out what we wanted. But it was just supposed to be kind of like we still don't have a solid thing of what we're doing. There's no outline to it. And actually, uh, tomorrow Harry's going to be on with me because Moose needs a little bit of a break. So Harry's going to hop in. And okay, we'll be going live nice. on Bamboozled probably around seven seven thirty, just talking and bullshitting. But that's all it really is. It's just finding a topic and I think tomorrow we're going to talk about adjuncts and beers and stuff like that what we like what we don't like and getting responses live from you know our followers and hearing what people have to say and think is is really cool I mean it's, awesome it's yeah, and Harry action. Harry's a perfect person to have on for you know like a Q&A session like that like oh well we call him our uh, he's our brewer brewer whatever representation representative in our comments because he's on every show and just down there so oh one, yeah one comment we saw was someone said uh this beer tastes like it was over sparged and i'm sitting there like <laughs> harry you brew is this a thing can you over sparge, over a beer? sparge? <laughs> like, <laughs> was and that just is that just some like douchebag like trying to like oh yeah sound like yeah. they know more than me. they do about brewing exactly. it was al well then another guy said that Oh, I don't. It's it's listed as an IPA. It's clearly an IPA, but he said because the IBUs are not listed, it doesn't. It's not an IPA. Bullshit. It's not. Ask Harry. It's not an IPA unless you got IBUs. And that's our inside joke now because like that's the stupidest thing ever. That's, a, that's the worst that's really thing I've dumb. ever heard. So it's just stuff finding. That's stuff more like of that. like a that's like a fucking penis showing game right there. <laughs> when fucking breweries put their IBUs on there, they're just like check it out, look at it. Well, I mean, generally speaking, you can tell um, a beer is going to be more bitter if it has higher IBUs. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, you don't need to know a fucking number. But like it doesn't make a beer what a beer is. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, no, not at all. I don't know. But yeah, so that's all. We kind of vent and talk about topics like that, different things. And I don't know, see where it goes. Just have nice. It's just fun. So when are you getting the uh, design tattooed on your ass? So the, my logo is not going to go on my ass. Is it going to be a belly bumper like I designed? 
kneecap. Uh, oh, okay, kneecap, kneecap. Right. Well, I mean that's uh, no no eating on on the set, please. Thank you. <laughs> that's a. Uh, I mean, uh, wait, are those the jalapeno poppers? Maybe. You can pass them right over here. Um, <laughs> that's kind of anticlimactic. And a knee tattoo. Knee tattoo. Come on, get a belly rocker like a real man. I don't know if I have the the guts. Come on, I, mean, I definitely you could. Got, I got the the fat for it, dude. But. You got you got to be like me. Like for every uh, for every beer I drink the night before, I run a mile for it. So if I drink like say three beers that night, I got I got to do a five k. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. Oh, Damn, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I've been playing all episode that you guys couldn't hear. That's my thing now, man. Like yeah. I've been drinking way too many beers. I got that quarantine fifteen coming on. I'm like, I got to start burning this stuff off. We've we seen your river pictures. Come I, look, on. I look good. I don't <laughs> you look good. You feel good. Uh, uh, well, so you're like, you're, I mean, you're like me. You have that, uh, you have that, uh, indoor confidence. Like, uh, I, you know, I, I, if I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, wow, you're a real piece of shit. But I walk out of the shower in front of my wife. I'm like, yeah, you want a piece of this, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, knows it. I walk out of the shower naked and just start slapping my dick back and forth. You know, the <laughs> just doing the helicopter. Look, I, I went like that and she looked back. <laughs> <laughs> he did that to me the first day I met him. <laughs> Well, the helicopter is one thing, but when you get the double snook going, and that's when the dick's going one way and the sack's going the other way, mm. that that's true talent. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> I lost my third test. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I mean, I, Dan and I have watched the video. Um, uh, one of your one of your initial your your, your I guess staple videos is uh, how to ship out beer. Oh yeah, yeah. We did a whole thing about packing beer. Um, so tell us what's what all goes into that. Like because we I mean obviously we have people that are not into the beer world, but uh, people that are into the beer world that haven't shipped out, and that's a that's a huge part of the whole craft beer community is shipping from you know one one coast to the other coast or wherever you need to go because... Well, you want to get that trending content. You want to try to get those hype beers just for your page yeah. so more people look at it. Then, yeah. they'll, then they'll look through your page and they'll see the um, the more local stuff you drink. Shipping beer is an art. It, it 100% is. There's so much that goes into it, that, but it's not that difficult. I mean, first is making sure that your box is properly packed before you even put any beer in it. Bubble wrap the whole thing. Line it. because Of course, yeah. It's illegal to ship beer. So if a beer explodes, then your address gets flagged. And then anything coming in, you're not going to get. And you have to find another address to ship from, like my parents or something like that. But I never had to go that route. Sounds like you had to. Knock on, <laughs> knock on composite wood. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you, I wrap the can in bubble wrap. I throw it in a gallon bag. I'll do two cans per gallon bag. Then I tape them together and make sure it's all sealed. And then I put them inside the trash bag sometimes inside the box. So it's like triple layer protection. Okay. And then you want to put something in there to make noise to cover up that sound of liquid sloshing around. So a common one is they take the toppers of beers, cut them in twos, tape them together with like pennies inside. Ah, so it sounds like, yeah, yeah just like so, Legos. Yeah, just something <laughs> rattling in there. Um, I've seen mac and cheese boxes come, you know, tic-tac containers. <laughs> like, yeah, just, I'll throw like tic-tacs in there, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was one time I had like one of the, the bag toss things <laughs> and I busted open, it was full of corn. I'm sitting there like, all right, I dumped all the like the corn kernels in there because when you shake the box, I, I've done dog food, just reached in, it's like... <laughs> 
just something to cover up the okay. noise. And see that that's things like I didn't know. Like yeah, that's about, inside like, baseball, right? Because I mean, we've gotten beer from uh, uh, we've gotten beer from certain people that may or may not have been on this episode, but we've had a and it didn't come with anything like noise. Well, the guy the guy that uh, sent you beer, he just kind of throws in a pack of peanuts and lets it go. We need to have a talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a couple. And, and, and you know, everyone does it differently. I had one guy who sent me two beers and they, they have the small, I do priority two day shipping. Okay. So I know it's going to get there in time. And I try not to ship a lot during the summer because if you're shipping sours, they're going to continue to fermentate and they're going to explode. Mm-hmm. And I had one come to me and explode. But it was packed right, so it didn't leak out. But the guy sent me a large box with like two or three beers in it, and he took the core of a paper towel Mm -hmm. and tried to like tape that to the sides just to hold the beers down. And that was all that was in there. There wasn't any cushion. There wasn't anything was in the bag. No bubble wrap or no, anything. No, just no. a fucking paper towel roll. So it was just yeah. chunked around a FedEx van for <laughs> yeah, like, like two days. I always think of like the beginning of Ace, Ace Ventura. Ventura yeah. The best detective when he's like shaking the box around. <laughs> yes. Gets in the elevator, just smashing it. I'm I mean, sure it was something nice though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was happy because when I got like, you know, this kaleidoscope thing to look through and all that. But so, so if, if, if uh, a, a podcast were to uh, ship out some pilsners, what would you recommend as far as as far as shipping packaging goes? Oh, I, I go right to the post office USPS and I grab the two day priority shipping box. You got to figure out how many you want to send. You can fit upwards of twelve. I fit twelve beers in a glass, maybe thirteen beers in a glass in a large box, which is like Tetris. Like you have to really know how to stack mm. it in a. Uh, in a medium box, you can do like eight to ten easily. Uh, eight's comfortable. In a small box, you could do like three. So it's all about how many you're sending. And uh, if I'm sending it farther, and I know it's going to be on a plane and stuff like that, I try to make sure the box is a little bit bigger, more spacious, so I could, you know, pack it better. But if I know it's going to like New York, and I just fuck it, like I'll sh- shove it yeah. all in there. But, but if it, say if it's going across the country to say California, yeah, or you, San Diego area, you definitely want to make sure. Oh, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely. Just, yeah, I mean, I've I've actually sent them with like. Um, there was like a bubble wrap made of like ice blocks. I someone sent to me. Okay. So I, I put that in there just to help keep the beer cold. But generally, you just want to make sure it's packed in a gallon bag. Like each can is like two per mm-hmm. bag. You shut it like the, and then you flip, roll it over, press all the air out, and tape that shut. So that way, you know everything's just sealed. I mean, there's not much to it. It depends if you're sending like four or five beers. Medium ship shipping box is like fifteen dollars two days. So they're gonna yeah. get it in two days, which is not bad. But you'd be fine sending Pilsner's Crispy Boys this time of year. Okay. It's just the sours. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Cool. Um, Are we we at the end? Yeah, we're at the end, man. Uh, We're at about two hours. Hey, we are. Yeah. Al didn't even say anything. Uh, I said a few things. It's fine. <laughs> Al, Al, did, Al did what he did best and he does best and took pictures. Yeah, I did. Well, you know, yeah. he didn't tell me he loved me. I do love you. Buddy. I want everybody to hear. <laughs> Zappy, I love you. We can get married now. It's, I, it's I, got the, I got the sound bite. I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Al didn't do it. Oh, I don't have I don't have the gay sound bite on here. His wife made him take it off of there. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas. 
Thomas. They're making fun of me, but I didn't hear it. So now it's just we me. were making fun of you. No, we weren't. We're not. We're, Nobody's making fun of you. We made the mistake of not having another set of headphones. Now we have to remember that maybe four people might be on this podcast yeah. when we go on the road. You might yeah. want to write more because <laughs> next time we got Harry here, we got Nate. I know. We we could have had a whole round table. I know. But what we need to do a whole round table of gentlemen. We'll call it something. I don't know. We'll, we'll call it something like that. I think there's a podcast. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to wrap up so we can drink some. Yeah, some other absolutely. Um, Dan, pluggies. Oh yeah. So um, if you guys are still listening to this, if Facebook Live. Why would you not be listening to this? This was an amazing episode. This was a great episode. I hope I hope people tune into this one. It's a good one. This was like the clip. This was this was a great. It was like a the best kind of clip show. Oh yeah, we I had mean, like past guests. Variety come on. show. Yeah. yeah, we just had past guests come on. It was awesome. Um, I just want to let everybody know to subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, review to help us show up better for podcasts. Tell your friends about the cast. Follow us on social media. Uh, it's Instagram and Facebook at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. Uh, you can email us if you have beer ideas for us to review. Uh, if you want to send us to a brewery where we can sweat in a 95 degree heat and talk about beer, <laughs> um, email us. It's Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. One more time. I'll do the guest plugs for Odd Logic because I threw them down here. Um, follow them on Instagram. It's Odd Logic Brewing at Odd Logic Brewing. Their website is www.oddlogicbrewing.com. Give them a follow. They have great beer coming out of here. So come get some takeout. Come hang out in the uh, beer garden here. It's a great time. Yeah. Uh, and all our guests we've mentioned on the on the podcast so far. Zep at Crafty Tats. Al at Pints and Pucks. Uh, we have Leah over there at Pint Size Leah. And we had we have Harry over there. Yeah, uh, Harry's he's still over there. Over there. As well. He's still there. At XBeer underscore NJ. But you know, you know Harry, because he's so hot right now. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so hot, hot right, right now. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's I think that's everything. Dan, you got anything to plug? Uh, that's it for me, man. Cool. You got no, 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 we're good, no, we're no good. music stuff coming. No out music stuff yet. Okay, we'll wait till music. All right, comes fair out. enough. Um, if you made it this far, grab a beer and chug it, and send us the video. Thank yeah, you. I'm going to start a hashtag. I'm I'm not releasing that yet, but I'm I got a hashtag in mind. I'm going to start it. It's gonna it's gonna catch on like wildfire. Um, but this is a uh, best best friends podcast episode number twenty six. Uh, Dan. I love you. Always have. <laughs> you make me blush every time. Always. Uh, and just remember that uh, the Clintons killed Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> best Best Friends Podcast, episode 26. We out. See you. Later. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit.
hang out with little lunchbox Become a cluggalayette, a cluggalayette Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy And this podcast is both so it's so for me Best best friends pod, hosted by Danny Tom Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there were the ones for me Epstein is still alive and listens to best best friends pod.